This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. All right, today is November 17th, a Tuesday. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, yesterday, Philadelphia leaders announced sweeping new restrictions as the number of COVID-19 cases continue to rise in the city. Mayor Jim Kenney and Health Commissioner Dr. Thomas Farley announced the measures during a news conference on Monday afternoon. I know these measures are tough. People are going to be put out of work and some businesses may go under. We also know that the consequences of health to, to health of not doing it are really bad, Farley said. If we do this right, our businesses will recover faster because the epidemic wave will subside sooner. Philadelphia is seeing the most per capita cases in southeastern Pennsylvania with an average of 721 new cases per day and hospitalizations jumped 600% in the last seven weeks. The following restrictions will take effect in Philadelphia on Friday, November 20th and will go through January 1st of 2021. So they've removed indoor dining. No indoor dining will now be uh, allowed at restaurants. Outdoor dining, they will continue to permit, uh, but require the parties to be household members and only the maximum table size of four seats. Great question, Kathy. So say if they have a tent outside, <clears throat> excuse me, what, what's the configuration? Is that of what I know of what's allowed? I, I, Steve, I wasn't clear on like what, like as, as far as how many walls they have and all of that. I mean, I can't imagine sitting down to dinner uh, on December 11th. Marissa's got uh, information. Yeah. Uh, yes, Steve, it has to uh, have, it can only have a max of three sides. So it has to be open. It has to be an outdoor tent. It can't right. be a fake outdoor structure sure. outside keeping you warm. I was because just some restaurants like yeah. actually built structures, right, right. Marissa? Right. Uh, they did build those bubbles. I don't know if those, um, I don't know if those are okay now. The bubbles should be fine if you're in there. By yourself. Right? By yourself, yeah. yeah but well, I was I, texting somebody yesterday, and I said, like, the cliff notes of this, you're going to freeze if you go into the yeah, city. Well, they, My the, friends and I have all bought, we call them sleeping bag ja- uh, jackets. Yeah. They're literally like sleeping bags that go to the ground right. and up to support some local restaurants. Oh, man, that's, yeah, anything you can do. Because you imagine a lot of them just made these investments and all these modifications to keep clients, and now they're getting this uh, thrown at them. Well, so. and the, so they're saying household members only and the table size of only four seats. So if you've got three kids, you can't go out to dinner. <laughs> or just leave a few at home. Or leave a few at home. <laughs> do you really uh, need to eat? Yeah, do you really need all of them? Takeout and delivery services may continue, so that's some good news there. Indoor gatherings are prohibited at any size at any location. That includes both public and private events. For example, indoor parties, group meals, watching football games as a group, visiting between households, weddings, funerals, and baby showers, they're saying are a no-go. As far as outdoor gatherings go, they're limited to 10% occupancy or 10 persons per 1,000 square feet. The cap for large spaces is no more than 2,000 people. So no fans at football games. Uh, That shouldn't be an issue. (laughs) Masks must be worn at all times uh, if you are outdoors. No food or beverage uh, will be served at outdoor gatherings to ensure that people can remain wearing their masks. Retail stores will be allowed to remain open with reduced density uh, limit of five people per 1,000 square feet and the enforcement of mask use by customers and employees is a must as well. Employees must work from home unless it's not possible. Uh, Youth sports and community, uh, school and community youth sports is prohibited. Businesses are ordered to close. Also, 
include theaters, movie theaters, and other performance spaces, bowling alleys, arcades, and other game spaces, museums, libraries, casinos, recreational activities for sports uh, and sports for youth, community groups, and schools, gyms, and indoor exercise. So that's a no-go. Exercise classes that take place outside, that can continue. And then senior day services are to remain closed. So just for clarification, this is within Philadelphia proper. City limits. Yeah, this this is the city limits right now. Um, So the businesses uh, that can remain open, barbershops, beauty salons, and similar personal services may continue to operate, but all staff and customers must wear masks at all times. These businesses cannot work on the face or otherwise perform services that require the face to the, the mask to be removed. So, you know, waxing and things like that, they're not going to be able to do. Oh, uh, there goes your mustache. Yeah, right. So I'm going to look like Tom Selleck. In a few, no, <laughs> stop it. No, there doesn't go her mustache. There stays your mustache. <laughs> I know. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Zoos may operate only their outdoor areas. Parks, trails, playgrounds, and athletic fields will remain open for individual use, no group sports. Mm. Uh, colleges and universities will go online class, go to online classes only. Uh, high schools will do the same thing. They'll go online. However, elementary and middle schools will be allowed to continue in-person learning following the Philadelphia Department of Public Health Safety guidance. Child care, early childhood education, and access centers in person uh, is permitted, but uh, again, they need to follow the safety guidance as well. As far as religious institutions go no more than five percent occupancy or five per thousand square feet at religious institutions but they are encouraged to hold services uh, online now the businesses that are allowed to continue under the current health department guidance are grocery stores and farmers markets pharmacies banks construction landscaping any home-based construction so anything happening in your house manufacturing and warehouse real estate operations and transactions healthcare services home-based support services uh, taxis and ride shares transit outdoor mobile food carts and trucks, hotels, drive-in events, uh, child daycare and early learning centers, uh, the elementary schools and middle schools, and then access centers for children in elementary and middle schools. You know the uh, occupancy on, on like transit on a bus? How many people are they are they restricting the amount of people on a city bus? Yeah, I mean, that, that's that been an effect for um, a little while now. Right. I'm not exactly sure. I can look it up, Steve, okay. um, exactly what it is. But uh, yeah, I'm sure that will continue. And same thing, you know, on the, the regional rails. Um, so New Jersey officials put some restrictions in place as well on Monday. The series of restrictive measures includes new limits on both indoor and outdoor gatherings. Governor Phil Murphy announced Monday that indoor gathering capacity has been lowered from 25 to 10, while outdoor gatherings will allow 150 people maximum down from 500. Religious services, celebrations, Political events, weddings, funerals, memorial services, and performances may continue under the current rules, but are limited to 25% of a room's capacity or up to that 150-person mark. We think those steps, coupled with the other steps we have taken, which will hopefully begin to shake the numbers down, Murphy told MSNBC. The new indoor limit goes into effect on Tuesday, while the outdoor level kicks in on November 23rd. The lower levels come just before Thanksgiving and ahead of the winter holidays. New Jersey's coronavirus levels have been spiking, which Murphy said amounts to a second wave. The average increase over the first seven days of this month reached roughly 2,135, up from about 590 cases a day in early October. Last week, new uh, statewide dining restrictions went into effect, putting a late-night curfew on indoor dining and eliminating bar-side seating at all times. The numbers are alarming and concerning, to say the least. Wear a mask, social distance, and stay safe, Murphy said. Now, with all of that being said, Moderma said Monday its COVID-19 vaccine is proving highly effective 
effective in a major trial, a second ray of hope in the global race for a shot to tame a resurgent virus that is now killing more than 8,000 people a day worldwide. The company said its vaccine appears to be 94.5% effective, according to preliminary data of Moderna's ongoing study. A week ago, competitor Pfizer announced its own vaccine appeared similarly effective, news that puts both companies on track to seek permission within weeks of emergency use in the United States. The results are truly striking, said Dr. Anthony Fauci, the U.S. government's top infectious disease expert. Earlier this year, Fauci said that he would be happy with a COVID-19 vaccine that was 60% effective, and this one's saying it's 94.5% effective. A vaccine can't come fast enough as viruses, virus cases topped 11 million in the United States over the weekend, 1 million of them recorded in just the past week, and governors and mayors are ratcheting up restrictions ahead of Thanksgiving. In sports this morning... In Monday Night Football, the Minnesota Vikings beat the Chicago Bears, winning 19-13. Bears quarterback Nick Foles was carted off the field after being slammed to the turf late in the fourth quarter. With 44 seconds left in the game, Foles dropped back to pass and attempted to avoid the Vikings' rust, but the veteran quarterback was sacked and driven backward into the ground after the game. Uh, Bears head coach Matt Nagy said Foles suffered a hip or leg injury. The Cleveland Browns shut down their practice facility once again after another player tested positive for COVID-19. This second consecutive week, a Cleveland player tested positive. The Browns shut down their facility on Friday for contact tracing, then placed reserve offensive lineman Chris Hubbard on the reserve list. The Browns and Eagles are scheduled to play each other on Sunday afternoon in Cleveland. The city of Philadelphia announced new outdoor restrictions, and as a result, the Eagles will not be able to host fans at Lincoln Financial Field and will revert back to the no-fan setup for the two September home games. The Eagles have three remaining home games in the 2020 regular season, starting with a Monday night matchup against the Seattle Seahawks on November 30th. And the New Orleans Saints quarterback Drew Brees has multiple rib fractures on both sides of his chest and a collapsed lung on his right side. Breeze is unsure how much time he will miss before returning to start for the Saints. He suffered three fractured ribs on his left side and two on his right and has an uh, has to be especially careful with the damage to his lung, which is making it difficult for him to breathe. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you, Kathy. I think other than your activities list, that's the most I've ever heard you speak <laughs> in one session. It was I know, crazy. It was a lot, Thankfully, it was to... all good news. Right? I know. I wanted right. to cover Jesus that really Christ. Somehow. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad you went into detail uh, on it. All right, it is... Uh, um, it's Tuesday morning. We are the President and Steve Show. We are here for day number two of our modified version of Camp Out for Hunger. Still broadcasting live. We want to keep that spirit alive. And however you choose to donate, it will be much appreciated. You can come by. We'll make sure that you are uh, you're handled very quickly. Uh, you know, uh, you drive through. Our volunteers take the food right out of your vehicle, and you can be on your way. And that's the way we have to do it. But if you want to help online, you can do that as well through uh, WMMR.com. And also through Acme's website too. And I want to thank our excuse me our sponsor this hour, which is Campbell's Chunky Soup, uh, proud supporter of Phil Abundance and su- support of the uh, and sponsor of the Camp Out for Hunger and uh, of course the Camp Out for Hunger Games, the amusement ride, the Campbell's Chunky Soup Can Drop or the Drop Quiz, which I think we're going to try to pull off this morning. I think for the first time ever, I get to play. You're going to get to play, and uh, mm-hmm. do I understand correctly that Kathy is going to be the host of that? I think so. Yes. All right. Yep. So uh, she's going to gather the questions. I don't know. Am I taking on you, Case, or? Yeah, I, I would have you face off against Nick. 
but there's no way you would win. I know. So, he's too good at it. Yeah. Um, uh, so so he is, I wanted to make it competitive, and so I thought maybe me would be the, your best uh, pers- well, person also, versus. I love you for This that. will be your first time playing it, right, Preston? Yeah, I've never so done you, it. The, the, uh, that's, you got to get it. Now, we're not going with blindfolded this time, correct? We uh, can. We can if you want. I don't care. I, Preston, have I you think been? that's kind of a lot to ask for a, a we, newbie. We could do around uh, sighted and around unsighted. Yeah, all right, too. And then good. can you sit in the chair upside down? Because we the third time. Sure. Yeah, as long but as Preston, I sit. you've ridden that ride before. Oh, yeah, right? many okay, times. Right, I've right, just right. never done, done this the quiz, quiz part of it, yeah. which is it puts you on the spot, man. Sure. It's, you know, it's, it's hard to think on your feet or when you're not on your feet and uh, you're dangling, you know, 100 feet in the air or whatever it is. I but. can't think. To begin with, yeah, so that would be the, yeah, a huge thinking issue. Is hard, yeah, thinking is hard. It's really <laughs> it makes hard. you sweat. Hurts. My ears hurt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna give that a shot, probably in the seven o'clock hour, a little bit on the earlier side, and we're getting set because from uh, I was talking to Sarah yesterday, Sarah Parker with uh, Jackson here, and Sarah wants to take on Jackie Bam Bam in a rock trivia version of Drop Quiz, and we're working on. She said Jackie doesn't know about this yet. I think, but he does now. He does. Okay, yeah, so I we're officially got a phone when- call. Okay, <laughs> yeah. How'd that go? It was good. Okay. He was like, this is what I, I woke up to. Thank God. Because Sarah, he's, he's like, it's a conspiracy. Sarah wouldn't have said anything. You know? And I'm like, okay. I mean, we would have had to have told you so that you could be here. Right. 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 So you were sleeping you see, all day. Uh, That's but, why you didn't yeah. know, because you don't get messages in your sleep. So, <laughs> you know. uh, so we'll try that out tomorrow, which should be very, very interesting. So it's the Battle of Rock and the Drop Quiz. But this morning, we'll give it a shot. We have a few other things that are taking place. We have some big guests on the show. Number one, and we love having the people who have been out here year after year after year after year. Uh, we're going to have Tracy Davidson and Vi Sikahama. Vi has been at every single Camp Out for Hunger via Zoom this time around. Another good luck charm. But it's going to be great to talk to those two so it's tradition uh the big bombshell um interview for the day and it will be because some serious information coming out concerning the justice league snyder cut zach snyder is going to be on the show this morning awesome we're doing that via zoom and he is very excited about this but today is a big day for that because all the information is being revealed today. So we're getting this hot off the presses. Yes. If you are a comic uh, geek or you just love the action movies, the superhero movies. I have a passing interest. You're going <laughs> to want to be joining us. So 9 o'clock is when we have Zack Snyder. That should be pretty cool. And the last time we spoke to him was a great conversation. He was filming in Atlantic City. Yeah, Army got, of the Dead. We got a call from him. And, you know, he's a guy that did Watchmen. Could be my all-time favorite uh, superhero movie. 300 and countless oh, others. Movie after movie. So, Zack Snyder on this morning. Uh, one of our closest friends, Tom Papa, is going to be joining us via Zoom. He's so good. Steve and I recently went on his radio show, and yeah. uh, he's promoting Camp Out for Hunger, so we appreciate that. Uh, so, we'll talk to him via Zoom. And we also have Akbar Gabajabia uh, Mila. Yes! Yeah! Uh, nice. yeah. Thank, you. Thank you. Honestly, he needs to change that. Uh, he's a great guy. Schwarzenegger's a good guy. <laughs> he's a, uh, he is a um, super positive force in uh, we need that. Every time we've had him on, it's been fantastic. So we got those things going on. We got some big donations that are taking place throughout the course of the show. So we got stuff to do. Yes. Let's take a break and we'll come back in a moment. This is day two of the President Steve Camp Out for Hunger. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Love Preston, Steve, and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Steven Singer Jewelers has fast, free, and safe shipping. Whether celebrating life or celebrating love, Steven Singer is there for you. I hate Stevensinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
Kath, I saw you uh, tweaking your knobs there um, uh, on the. Uh, oh my God! The video. You saw that? Do you have Do you have uh, control over your volume? Because you can bring it up a, a smidge. Because uh, you're a little bit on the my side. mic volume needs to come up. Yes, correct? if I mean, you we, can bring we, it up a little bit. We don't want to upset the cats there, Preston. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> they've actually listen. They've been pretty good. Uh, so far, right. is my mic going up? Because to be honest yep. with you, I don't know which way to nope, turn this. That's knob. much better. Let's <laughs> turn your knob that way. Whatever okay. you're doing, that's good. Uh, by the way, and I did have a question. So we're you can you can stream what's going on in the tent on our YouTube channel. Uh, Marissa, can they hear our audio when we are not on the radio? No. Okay. Good. Good. <laughs> Uh, Why, Preston? Is what you were talking about? Casey was asking me trivia questions, and I don't want to give away the answer to a question that I'm going to ask on the air. uh, I thought it was the description of what you did last night. No, that that I'll share freely. I rubbed one out in the hotel room. It was great, man. Did you? Of course. Yeah, yeah. That's what And Kathy went, ew. Uh, I happened to be on, had my headphones on to hear that. Well, it was behind the uh, reception desk. Right. So that was, yeah, it wasn't in this room. That was the big issue. That was what was So weird. why don't you take that up to your room? I, just, I didn't know she was listening. I'm like, sorry, it's what we do. It's yeah. what guys do when they stay in a hotel room. So, All right. Um, so we're going to ask a stupid question, and we're going to give away as a prize today a uh, $100 Visa Superbucks card. Uh, the question is courtesy of Casey, and I had to reword it uh, to make it properly, but the Chillicoff Baking Company was the first ever to sell what? 215-263-WMMR. The Chillicoff Baking Company of Chillicoff, Missouri, was the first to ever sell what? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. I'm going to go through some uh, birthdays and uh, wait for your call to come in. We'll start with this. By the way, it's the 17th of November. Danny DeVito has a birthday today. Oh, my God. Good friend of our show, I'd have to say. Kind of, sort of. We love him. We've hung out with him on many occasions. you got to remember, great sitcom actor, great director. Yeah, and great dramatic actor, too. He can can do all of it. And he is... Played Ben-Hur. He is um, he's a character, man. He a is. Person. He is uh, he's a goofball. But when you hang with him, and we did, we had uh, one of the greatest experiences for us, Preston, was when we were appearing on It's Always Sunny. They flew us out to California, and uh, we were in the trailer, the makeup trailer, as he was getting his makeup done. We, start, we were able to ask him about different projects he's done, and he was thrilled to like yeah. talk about them. I mean, we talked about um, One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah. And all kinds of stuff in his career, and he was... Happy to talk about. I just it. introduced my son to throw mama from a train the other oh, last, last weekend. It, it holds up. It's still hilarious. Wait, it and was, he's great in it. It was good. It was really good. Yeah. Okay. It's. I mean, it's it's of a time, but it's still fun and funny. Right. And uh, Danny DeVito and Billy Crystal work really well together. He's seventy six. Uh, Lauren Hutton, and it says here literally gap tooth model actress. <laughs> right. Uh, seventy seven. She does have. A she was known for a gap tooth. That was kind of her distinguishing thing, though. She does have a little. Little uh, faux tooth that fits right in there. Really? Yeah, that kind of completes the one tooth. She'll wow. pop it in and out now and then. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio. Yes. Uh, from Scarface, Color of Money, The Abyss, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Uh, she is 62 today. Lauren Michaels, the producer of Saturday Night Live, turns 76 years old today. I have some information with him coming up a little bit in the entertainment report. Sort of like conflicting uh, reviews about him as far as if he's nice or not, right? Uh, well, he's, he's very loyal. He actually, I mean, listen. Let's put it this way. He created one of the absolute biggest things of pop culture history ever. When he went away, the show suffered. And when he came back, it hit a, uh, another incredible stride. So 
That's his deal. He doesn't mess around, I think, yeah. is the deal, Kath. He's, it's, it's business, you know. So um, Dr. Evil is based on him, though. The impression oh, that is done is supposedly of Lauren Michaels. So he is 76 today. It's RuPaul's birthday today. And RuPaul turns 60 years old. Wow. We could all only hope to look that good at 60. <laughs> to be honest, I, probably the state of the art when it comes to tucking your junk. I forget. I, I, I mean, yeah. I... I, I, I can't even figure where I look at RuPaul and I'm like, oh, that is a one good looking woman. <laughs> where does it go? Right. Yeah. I saw uh, him live and it, I mean, it, I don't know where it went. I, it, yeah. she, she was in what, what do we call her? She or he? When it's a drag queen, you say she. Okay. So she was in this tight. She was performing. I saw her on stage. So I was d- even down low a little bit. She was in this pink mini skirt and like there was there was nothing there. Like I don't know where yeah. it was. Yeah. Uh, RuPaul is 60 today. Martin Scorsese, the great director. Gangs of New York, Casino, Goodfellas, Raging Bull, The Aviator, just to name a few. My um, my mother-in-law has a dog that looks like Martin Scorsese. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Schnauzer. I, I need to, to see God. that. Yeah, I'll show you. Okay. Uh, Martin is 78 today, or Marty, as they call yes. him. Uh, Tom Seaver, Hall of Fame pitcher, is 76. Oh, man, that's another one that uh, he He's has. dead. Yeah. I, see, now that's I, – I didn't take the time to research it, and I thought the same thing. Well, yeah. and then he I died died to add on to this. It was a murder-suicide with Diana Ross. Wow. Yeah. He died recently, right? Yeah, yeah, this yeah year. he did. Yeah, just a few months yeah. ago. Yeah. Son of a bitch. He will be missed. Okay, 76. Uh, Steven Root is a great actor. God, has he been in tons of stuff. I pulled up his IMDb just for the hell of it this morning, and he does like four or five projects a year. Yeah. Um, so you know him as uh, Office Space. What was the character's name? Uh, oh, that's, God. Uh, Milton? Stapler. Milton. Yeah. Um, but also in Get Out, he's uh, he's really great. Dodgeball. Uh, yep. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? News Radio. Tons of stuff. He's 69 today. Steve, the great Gordon Lightfoot. Oh, my God. Celebrates his birthday. Today. Wow. I just saw a documentary on Gordon Lightfoot. Loved it. Uh, Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Yes. Or the Ella Fitzgerald, as we like to say. The Ella Fitzgerald. And uh, Sundown is a great song yeah. as well. Uh, Carefree Highway. 82 today. Uh, we also have Bob Guadio. Now, Bob was in the Four Seasons. He, uh, before, if you ever saw Jersey Girl, or Jersey, <laughs> Jersey Boys. Yeah. Not Jersey Girl. That was uh, Ben Affleck's movie, yeah. right? Uh, but he's the guy that came in. Uh, he was the last piece of the puzzle. He had written Short Shorts. Right. Or another group, the Royal Teens. Uh, but then he came and he wrote Cherry and all kinds of their hit songs and was a big part of the Four Seasons. He is uh, 78 today. Daisy Fuentes. Fuentes. I remember her from MTV. She was uh, one of their, their hotties yes. initially. And she is married to Richard Marks. Is that right? Yep. And, I didn't know that. Uh, she still looks stunning. She is 54 today. Uh, Rachel McAdams. Love her. Yes. Mean Girls, The Notebook, Wedding Crashers, and so on. Uh, Doctor Strange. She's yes. in the, the MCU. She is uh, 42. And then the last birthday I saw, speaking of uh, the MCU, uh, actress named Leslie Bibb. I did have to look her up. In Iron Man 1 and Iron Man 2, she plays the really gorgeous reporter. Yes. Uh, and she's been in a bunch of other stuff, including Talladega Nights. And we believe that she was a Tony Stark conquest, right? Uh, she definitely was. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's uh, 46 today. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. What is the in, the Chillicothe Baking Company was the first ever to sell what? 215-263-WMMR. I will go to John for the answer. Hey, John. COVID-19. <laughs> oh, the, uh, yeah. Copeland? COVID-19. Yeah. <laughs> All right. COVID-19. John, do me a favor. Tell me what uh, they were the first to sell at the Chillicothe Baking Company. Sliced bread. Sliced bread is oh. correct. 
Hang on a second. So you mean to tell me prior to that, people would eat entire loaves? No, they would slice it themselves. Oh. Instead of the, I thought, hey, the bakery slicing it for you. What if we cut it into individual slices? So we are going to set him up with a $100 Visa Super Bucks card. And don't forget Thursday night on the CW. Don't miss the action of the final wild ride of the epic series finale of Supernatural right after the hour-long special Supernatural The Long Road Home. And it all starts Thursday at 8 on the CW Philly. One stupid question winner this week, by the way, will be upgraded to a $300 card. Nice. And by the way, today is uh, National Home Bake, Bake Bread Day. Oh. oh. So well, we, have a lot of, we have a lot of bread things because Tom Papa is going to be on later. He's a bread baker. Yes. And uh, Bimbo Bakeries is the uh, sponsor of our broadcast tent. And yeah. they have a, a donation that I'll get to a little bit later on that they've uh, awesome. been in today. Yeah. All right. I got some entertainment news. Let's start with the royal family. Uh, They're reportedly furious over Netflix's portrayal of them in The Crown. And some feel that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle should opt out of their multi-million dollar deal with the streamer over that uproar. Uh-huh. The fourth season of The Crown looks at Princess Diana and Prince Charles' relationship, including his affair. Royal col- columnist and uh, Twitter are calling on Harry and Meghan to step down. Uh, Mail on Sunday scribe Emily Andrews wrote, Never before have members of her own family uh, been associated with those trolling the monarchy. The un- uh, unidentifying impression is that by having signed a deal with Netflix, Prince Harry and his former Hollywood star wife, Meghan, are seen to be lavishly benefiting from the company's distortion of the truth about the royal family. It is kind of a weird dynamic if you stop and think about it because they're taking a big fat payday from Netflix. But the show, I I don't know. The, I haven't seen the new episodes you have, Nick, but I've, I found the show to be... Pretty even-handed up till now, right? I haven't heard a lot of controversy over factual portrayals, you know? So it seems like they, I'm sure they dramatize some of it, and some of it might be conjecture. I think James Belushi as Prince Charles was probably a misstep. But, I mean, there were affairs. There have been dalliances yeah. throughout the uh, the history of the royal In family. In the lineage of the royal family, there's incest. Exactly. That's why Prince Charles has those ungodly years. Their reported $100 million deal with the U.S. streaming giant will help give Harry financial freedom, but it has raised eyebrows back home, particularly among those close to Charles and William. Do you think he could calm the queen down if he gave her a Stranger Things prize kit? Maybe. They said, uh, how can he take money from a company that uh, traduces his family, uh, that unfeelingly recreates the Irish terrorist bomb that killed Lord Mountbatten Uh, and three others? You're Uh, working with a company that uh, duckens our family. That mawkishly picks over their carcass of Harry and William's parents' bitter marriage breakup like a vulture. Wow. That's very eloquent. On uh, Twitter, meanwhile, some joke that uh, this is just another excuse for the British media to figure out a way to blame Prince Harry and Meghan Markle for the portrayal of Princess Diana in Netflix to the crown. Uh, By the way, uh, meanwhile, one of the stars of the crown. Oh, and and by the way, uh, Duchess Camilla is not going to watch. She doesn't want to watch her affair Charles play out. This probably means the queen will not be appearing on the floor as lava. Oh, no way. I was looking forward to seeing her on that. Yeah, she was all signed and ready to go. All right. Uh, let's move on to some other things. Hilaria Baldwin is taking a break from running after her uh, after she broke her ankle. Uh, the mom of five shared on Instagram, broke my ankle yesterday because, you know, 2020. I went for a run and a car passed fast on this patch of road with no shoulder where there was a berm. I ran up to the berm to avoid the car, and I was returning to the road. I fell, broke my ankle. You know, oddly enough, they say the safest place to jog is the center lane of a highway. Yeah. 
She is uh, 62 years old and says she has a whole range of emotions, but she is determined to stay upbeat. She said it was silly and I'm frustrated and sad, but I'm determined to be positive and heal quickly as possible. It's hard because I can't carry my babies amongst so many other things. They have like six kids. So. They do. Did you yeah. say she was 62 years old? Yeah. Oh, she, is she, she there's no, she, no, she just had another be. baby. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just go by what this information says. <laughs> I, I know that Somebody she... look up Hilaria Baldwin and find out how old she is. Quick. Yeah, she was married to Tom Seaver. I know that. Okay. okay. Yep. Who is dead. <laughs> Connection? Possible. Oh, wow. Yes. Interesting. All right. Nick, any idea? She's 30... not 62. I okay. think Alec is 62. She's there in her go. 30s. Okay. She's 36. Oh, yeah. It says with husband Alec Baldwin, 62. Okay. <laughs> I missed that part. All right. Uh, Matthew McConaughey and his wife, Camilla Alves, are quarantining with their three children, uh, Levi, Vida, and Livingston, and his 88-year-old mom, Kay. Or she might be 36. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, And it's a lot of togetherness. He told the Ellen DeGeneres show it's been going on long enough to sometimes say, uh, when you say how many kids you have in the house, I say four, 12, 10, 7, and 88. Uh, she still goes to bed after me and wakes up before me. Sometimes she puts the remote in her mouth. You go through the day and you got the kids remote schooling. She pulls her ass around on the carpet like a dog. You get everyone up. You're doing your meals and running around. I'm doing my work. She's doing hers. Sometimes it'll be 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night when we actually look at each other and go, oh, hi, how are you? What's grandma's work? But she's really good at scheduling and we're getting a little bit better at creating some structure. I don't know. I'm going really sure. to eat soup at two. What her, what her work is. Maybe that's it. I got to pencil you in. Uh, Steve, you mentioned uh, Lorne Michaels, and the name uh, Belushi came up. Saturday Night Live's uh, creator, Lorne Michaels, who has his birthday today, yes, was infuriated by John Belushi's drug-fueled adventures, he says, in an upcoming documentary on the story. Have you seen the trailer for this? Documentary? I have. It's it called Belushi. really good. He, had been, he said he had been out with Ronnie Wood of the Rolling Stones. He was a mess. He was coughing. He looked terrible. And the doctor said, John can't go on. And I was somewhere between rage and very little sympathy. So I said, what happens if he doesn't? He says, well, he could die. And I said, what are the odds of that? He said, 50-50. And I said, I can live with that. Oh, my God. Uh, Belushi went on. He died a few years later at 33 from a drug overdose in 1982. Well, But, I mean, I don't know how much you could blame him for an attitude like that. If somebody's doing that all the time and you're counting on them and it's a live show. Exactly. You know what I mean? There's a a verified story that during the production of Animal House, John Landis flushed Belushi stashed down the toilet yeah. in a in a rage, saying, "You've got to be here for me on this." Yeah, uh, because yeah. you're right. If there are other, if you know, it's collateral damage yeah. at that point. Uh, let's see, Sinbad, Sinbad, the uh, comic. It was just his birthday the other day, I believe. Uh, is recovering from a stroke. His family uh-huh. told the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, in a statement, they said, "Our family thanks you in advance for your love and support, and ask for continued prayers for his healing." Uh, we also ask that you please respect our privacy during this time. Now, he is 64 years old, it says here. Uh, just but, like Hilaria. Yeah, just like Hilaria. Two years older. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so that's... Uh, that's that is... Good. Yeah, so do, do we have any ideas as to, as far as long-term complications? I didn't see anything about the severity of it or what the prognosis is. Okay. So, but I just know he had a stroke, so... Um, yeah. Uh, let me see. How about this? Uh, in a cryptic post to Instagram story... Julianne Hoff opened up about love. Love? Amid her split with Brooks Like. I miss him. She said, the truth is, love exists in so much more than just a romantic partner. 
Love is everything around you. I remember when Tom Seaver told me once. And I hope you learn how to open your eyes to that. I hope you find love in every aspect of your life. Let your heart shine. I hope you find it tucked into early morning sunrises and the smell of your favorite places. Take Metamucil for firmer bowel movements. I hope you find it strung between the laughter you share with friends. She said, I hope you find love in places that were once void of it, in places within yourself. And then she realized there was a gas leak in the house. That you could have been softer to, kinder to in the past. I'm feeling very lightheaded. Because if there is one thing I have learned, it is that love is so much more than a boy or a girl who holds your heart. Love is everything around you. It is everything. It's everything. Good timing on ending the music there. It's very dramatic, too. Yeah. All right, how about this? Uh, Sofia Vergara yeah. talks holidays. Uh, well, that's honestly, it's really not the holidays until I hear what Sofia Vergara has to say about it. Uh, she said that she's making the most of the pandemic by getting creative because there's going to be no big blowout this year. She's I'm bra- going to release my activities list. Uh, bracing herself <laughs> for a scaled-down holiday season. Uh, she said, I always do very big parties for the holidays, like Thanksgiving, for example, that's coming up. And unfortunately, this year, it's going to have to be not 40 people, 30 people. It's going to be like 10. She said, but you know what? It's one year, and we'll have to stick together. We all have to make sacrifices God. so we can get out of this. Sophia Vergara is right. She is right. All right. Wow. And, she's, uh, and by the way, Joe Manganinello, her <laughs> husband... Uh, is going to be featured more prominently, possibly, in the Justice League Snyder Cut. Okay. Oh, yeah. he is... I forgot if he lived or not. I guess he did. Yeah, oh, yeah. He was just introduced at the end of uh, of the Justice League. Wait, who was he? He's Deathstroke. Yeah. I was going to say Deadshot. Who's that guy? That uh, That's your accountant. Oh. Yeah. So, Will Smith. Will Smith in, in the, in the, in the Suicide? Justice, Suicide Squad. He was Deathstroke at the end of Justice? Why so, can't so, I remember So there's that? a scene where, um, uh, where uh, Luthor... Is on Jesse Eisenberg is on a ship. Oh, a boat. Wait, wait, wait. Are you talking about Batman v Superman? No, because Luthor's not in Justice League, is he? Uh, yeah, because at Batman v Superman. Oh, at the uh, end, he's at the he's in the in jail at the end of that one, right? And then he's on a ship or a, a yacht. There's a last God, scene I don't remember in Justice that. League where he's there and he says, "We need to start our own oh. group." Okay. Yeah. All right. So and so they start a Hanson. And then they realize that's not really threatening. They thought the band, the, yeah. the three, the, the brothers. You're like, mm, bop, dip, jump, A lot of people kill themselves when that song comes on, so it could be used against them. Uh, all right, so this is an interesting story. Ethan Hawke, long been an A-lister in Hollywood, but he's been an A-list Hollywood outsider, never quite joining in Hollywood life while still managing to have a successful acting and directing career. That's exactly you. And in an interview with The Guardian, he opened up about how his work with the late River Phoenix contributed to his approach and outlook. So the pair starred in this cute movie. It's called Explorers. Uh, It didn't do well, uh, but they became friends. And when Phoenix died at the age of 23 of a drug overdose outside of West Hollywood Nightclub, the 50-year-old decided that he'd never embrace Hollywood culture. He said he was the brightest light in the industry. Chewed him up. And that was a big lesson to me. Uh, I said, if I had to put a single reason on why I never moved to L.A., it would be, I think it's too dangerous for an actor like me to be in that kind of climate. So he he felt that he could get swept up in all of that. Yeah. Uh, He also reflected on losing out on a role uh, to uh, River Phoenix one time. He said, uh, this is um, uh, Rob Reiner told him about Stand By Me. He said, you're really good, but I just gave the part to another kid with a bird name. (laughs) 
Yeah. That's got to suck. Uh-huh. Well, you know, sometimes you do have to make those career choices. Both you and I were still walkers, and we knew that that could end up in catastrophe. Yes. And then we, we got into radio. You could fall. You're uh, up high. Hawk also talked about how the late Robin Williams and Philip Seymour Hoffman changed his perspective. He said drugs and alcohol and depression are formidable opponents all over the world. Uh. People think getting what you want will make you happy, but a sense of self, purpose, and love don't come from the outside. Love. You can't get distracted by this culture that celebrity uh, that celebrates things that sometimes aren't what they seem. So I thought that was kind of an interesting. He's had a really interesting career, Ethan Hawke. You know, he's kind of been all over the place, but just consistently works and, and yep. does good work. He's done a whole bunch of pop culture stuff. I mean, as far as like The Purge and uh, Daywalkers and and, uh, and then arty stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. He really runs the gamut. He's a really good actor. Uh, Ryan Reynolds and our buddy Rob McElhenney are going to, apparently, with is a follow-up, snapping up a fifth division English soccer club and plan to use their platform to promote the team globally. Uh, there's also a documentary series in the works. Huh. Uh, Spencer Harris, the club's director, said, these are two very people who have done great things on screen and some great things off screen. They're really interested in taking something with real potential, which this club has, investing in it, molding it, and watching it grow. That journey is their ultimate motivation, and part of what they want to do is document that journey as they go. But I think it's more about the journey. Well, we can ask uh, McElhaney himself about what's going on with this. When we yeah, when's Rob on? He'll be on the show tomorrow, and then uh, we're supposed to be doing an Instagram Live with Rob and his lovely wife, Caitlin, tomorrow night uh, for um, uh, Camp Out After Dark. And Rob and... Um, uh, Ryan Reynolds released a commercial yesterday talking about this team, and there's some random. Did you see it, Steve? I did. Yeah. There's a, this weird random Welsh sponsor of the team, and Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney say the name of that sponsor over and over again. It's hilarious. I would say this. Uh, it would. Uh, it might be interesting to ask him to uh, put a call into Ryan Reynolds while we're interviewing him. Yeah. And extort. Try. Why not? Right. Yes. Yeah. Ro- um, Ryan. What is friendship about if you can't extort people? Yeah. yeah. I think Ryan owes us. We gave him all six Sonic sessions on CD once. Yeah, you so did. he owes us a phone call. Was that from when you were hanging out with him? Well, it was your guy's idea. I don't want to. It was. Uh, but you were. You, you struck up a friendship. You, you a forged, friendship is, I would believe, yeah. a friendship that will stand the test of time. And he I think may remember me. He will remember you. But I wouldn't call it a friendship. I would call it more than that, a brotherhood. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> A fraternity, if you yes. will. Yes. Mm. You, you, you don't say I'm friends with my brother. No. no. He's I'd, a brother. Yeah. Could we even say it's a sexual relationship? It's, it's a possibly? sexual relationship without the sex. All yes. the endorphins okay. are there. Right, 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 right. All the finger probing's there, yeah. mm-hmm. but no climax. No penetration. And that climax will be when we talk to yes. him Ryan vis-a-vis Rob McElhinney. I love it. Uh, James Gunn announced on Saturday that Sylvester Stallone has a role in the upcoming sequel to The Suicide Squad. This is going to be freaking awesome. He had written, always love working with my friend Sly Stallone, and our work today on The Suicide Squad was no exception. Uh, He wrote on Instagram next to a photo of himself with the Rocky star. Uh, And he said, despite Sly being an iconic movie star, most people still don't have any idea what an amazing actor this guy is. I hope I get to play Hagrid. Uh, (laughs) Different franchise. No, this is... uh, I want to go to Hemsworth. No, no, is this Hemsworth? No. Way off. Uh, These are superheroes. I want to be a wizard. No. Uh, when one of Gunn's followers wrote, Sly is... Your magic is better than that! 
It stinks, actually. Uh, when one of the gun's followers wrote, uh, Sly. It's not how hard you get hit. It's how good your spell is when you stand up and turn him into a dog. Uh, when uh, somebody wrote, Sly is in the Suicide Squad. Am I late on the news? And the director responded, no, I'm telling you now. Stallone himself wrote, working with this incredible director on this astounding project has made this an amazing year. You know that? Yeah, and he also wrote, I'm very lucky. I'm a very lucky man to be surrounded by such talent. So, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, excuse me, I have to let slide away. Uh, he is, of course, he appears in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. Correct. Uh, and uh, there's a couple of things. So he's, he keeps floating around the uh, perimeter of all this. Right. So this will be great to have him as uh, uh, part of that movie. And uh, James Gunn was the guy behind uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, too. And, so he's had direct connection with him. And he's an awesome director. I think Idris Alba is taking over for Will Smith case. You were talking about who? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For Deadshot? Okay. Yes, I believe that's the case. All right. Wow. And by the way, uh, so James Gunn was let go off of Guardians 3. Has he been brought back? He's brought back. Okay, good. Yes, he is. In fact, there there is um, there, there's a whole bunch of stuff that he's doing. If you want to, again, I will say that that, that sequence... Uh, the, the, the funeral sequence with the, uh, what do they call them, the ravers or the uh, well, well, ravagers? The ravagers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, end yeah. Of Guardians 2 is, yeah. is in, in a whole series replete with dramatic moments and, and heart, heart-wrenching moments. That's, for me, the top. Yep. All right. I um, think Kathy agrees. I yes. think we should, uh, should we do the clips? Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Let's do them. I got them right here. I'm not ready yet. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. A former tech CEO joins a Homeland Security agent to stop the emergence of a rogue artificial intelligence in Next. In this clip, co-star Gerardo Calesco uh, gives some background information on his character, Ty Salazar. Here is the clip. I play the character of Ty Salazar, and um, he's a stay-at-home dad at the moment, which is really, really cool. something we don't see often where... A Latino man gets to stay at home and take care of the of the, of the family and the kid, and his wife is is a, is a badass FBI cybersecurity agent who's at the moment literally trying to save the world. Shut the f- up. Uh, next airs tonight at nine, and that is on Fox. By the way, watch it because the show is canceled. Oh, yeah, seriously? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh man, but he was selling it so hard there. I know. Oh. Next clip. A group of survivors must band together to maintain their community during a zombie apocalypse in Fear of the Walking Dead. In this clip, co-star Maggie Grace discusses being thankful for the work ethic of the cast and crew during the pandemic. Hit it! It's different. I mean, obviously there's a lot of accommodations, and but luckily, I mean, I, I feel really blessed that the crew's been working together for so long, and they're such a hard-working crew. <laughs> So everyone's really a team player and, and knows each other pretty well. And I think there's a lot of a lot of trust there, which is really on our side um, in, in figuring out how to do this together. Fear the Walking Dead airs Sunday nights at you 9. That is on die. AMC, by the way. So there you go. All right, that's it. It's my entertainment report for today, day number two of President Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. We are here in our cozy little awesomely uh, set-up tent. Uh, for the broadcast, and we are going to have some uh, guests on the program this morning, including 
uh, director and writer Zack Snyder via Zoom. And uh, this is going to be a really cool thing because some great information coming out concerning Justice League. He's got Justice League. He's got the Army of Darkness, which is possibly – which there's a comic book series that's going to be associated with that. He's doing things with Norse mythology, Preston, as well. So he's got a whole bunch of projects in the work. Plus he has his own charity that he's involved with, which has to do with suicide prevention. So uh, We're also going to have our buddy Tom Papa on, Tracy Davidson, Vaisekha Hema, uh, Akbar, Gabaji, uh, Gabba. You had it. I did have it, and I'll get it. It just takes, it's a very long name and difficult to pronounce. Gabaja so. Yamila. <laughs> uh, so he will be on the show, and we have some donations that are happening. And yeah. by the way, speaking of donations, um, uh, today the uh, Bimbo Bakeries USA tent sponsorship daily donation. So they are donating each day from one of their brands. Today it's 500 packages of country potato hot dog and hamburger rolls Ooh. from Arnold Premium Breads. Now while we here at the campout do not collect non-perishable items, uh, when bulk donations are arranged ahead of time with Phil Abundance, they distribute them immediately at their nine fresh for all free farmers markets across the region. So. Uh, they are setting us up with that. They're setting up filibundance up with that today. I am a strictly an Arnold's bread guy. Are you? As a matter of fact, I made myself a peanut butter and a honey sandwich. It's in the fridge in the RV right now. With made Arnold's? With, made with Arnold's multi-grain bread. <laughs> I saw you eating one of your sandwiches yesterday. and, and Made with Arnold's. You, you had wood. Yeah, I did. yeah, Casey and I had a post-show bread <laughs> chat yesterday. It's ridiculous. We, fact, we had an on-show bread chat. I know. Yeah. And we I continued know, it. We kept talking. <laughs> I just saw. Did you say the exact same thing yesterday, Casey? I might. He have. was. Yes, he was talking oh, about okay. peanut well, butter and honey yesterday. <laughs> yeah. It's, but on an English muffin, I think, is what we're oh, You know what you yeah. guys need to do? A podcast called Bread for Radio. Bread. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so do you eat peanut butter and honey every day or I close eat to it? it? I eat it quite often. I Doctor's do. orders. Yeah. Well, so. They're hits healthy. Will you make one for me so I can try it sometime? Yes. Did you see how excited he looked? Yeah. I- <laughs> well, I make we're it gonna, with, I think that means we're having I make it together. With organic, Preston likes me. Organic, chunky peanut butter. Okay. And, okay. Uh, and then, you know. Yeah. Honey. And then honey. Yeah. Sometimes it's On local honey, and then sometimes it's just, you know. Preston asked for a sandwich. Today's the greatest day of my life. I wonder if he's going to want me to cut the crust off. We're making. <laughs> no. I, when I was a kid, yes. But I now eat the crust. I now like the crust. So. Do you? Yeah. W- w- do you remember the age at which the uh, re um, interest in the crust occurred? 38. Okay. Something like that. <laughs> Did you mark it on a calendar? No. It was. Uh, yeah, I didn't appreciate crust for a long, long time. I had to have been in my 20s, okay. to be honest. You're young. You don't like crust. Yeah. But then you get a family, and, and you appreciate what crust has done for the no, I realize, You get a family, and then crust is your lunch. Yeah, that's, that's what I eat. You eat the leftovers. I eat that's the it. crust. But then I found, I found practical things for crust, like sopping up. Uh, you know, sauces and shoelaces and yeah. stuff like that. Jesus Christ, we are having this conversation well, again. So Save it for the podcast, guys. Uh, uh, well, hang on a second because it's I, part of the podcast bread for radio. I actually have started to eat my sandwiches upside down. Well, why I, are you sitting upside down? What I mean by that is I eat from the bottom of the bread oh, first. I thought you were upside down. What does that mean? What do you mean? It has four I thought you were eating the bread. I thought okay. you were eating like one of the lost boys. You know when the bread is sitting there on in your pantry or whatever, the the bottom of the bread, you usually oh, hold that and eat from the top down. Okay, I see what you're I saying. I eat from the bottom up. The, the curved part of the sandwich as opposed to the flat part. Which is the, the best part of the bread. Do you notice, though, that in every TV commercial where a kid is eating sandwich, he 
It's the rounded side that he's holding up. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. we're programmed to do that. Yeah. And I would say by communist forces. Casey's yeah. bucking the system. I bucked the system because. And, and that's the tastiest part of the bread? I think so. What, okay. the curved crust? Well, no, I mean, no the flat bottom part. We're still talking, We're still about, talking about it. Well, because when I make these sandwiches, when I I don't cut the bread, I you just eat, eat it the, whole like a savage. Yeah, I got you, yeah, man. Yeah. It makes sense to me. Okay. Maybe we'll do a poll or something like that Check later out the on. Oh, Marissa's already on it. <laughs> She's already on it. Check out Bread for Radio. So uh, you can watch us on YouTube as we are here talking about bread in the studio uh, or in our tent, uh, our broadcast tent here for Camp Out for Hunger. You can come by and donate. We will make it very, very efficient, very quick for you because that's the way we have to do it. And our volunteers will take the food right from your trunk. It's uh, the trunk-to-truck version of Camp Out for Hunger. And, of course, if you want to donate online, you can do that well through as well through WMMR.com. So. Nice day, partly cloudy, about 50 degrees. We're going to head outside. I think we're going to try to do this next. Kath, did you come up with some trivia questions for I, the drop quiz? Yep, I got you covered. All right, for the first time ever, I get to play it. Yeah, and so we got to kill a little bit of time because we have to wait for uh, Michael Skelly to be able to fire up the machine. So oh, okay. we do, ha- we, but we are going to do it in this next segment. All right, do all we right. want to debut a bonus episode of Bread for Radio right here? Think, uh, <laughs> when we come back, if we have to. Okay, all right. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second live from the Xfinity Live Complex at the Wells. Fargo Center Complex as well. Uh, we are at the Camp Out for Hunger. Be back in just a moment on MMR. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger, live from inside the Bimbo Bakery's USA broadcast tent on 93.3 WMMR. Sponsored by Xfinity Live. Proud to be the home of Camp Out for Hunger for eight years and counting. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger. I would like to take this moment to commend our engineering staff on their patience with us. Yes. Uh, as we have constant demands uh, while we try to do stuff, and we appreciate it. I know that we can seem impatient as we try to execute yeah. these things, and uh, they're they're incredible. They, they work really, really hard, so they're rigging us up right now. Uh, with some remote equipment to get outside and be able to do the drop quiz here in a sec. I know. It's probably outlandish to ask for a rotisserie oven this quickly, but they yep. turned it around and did it. They got yeah. it. They, yeah. Sometimes they can just make these things with I know. what we have laying around. It's like Tony Stark in that cave when he made the arc reactor. Can those, it's a lot like the that. guys can do that. That'd Maybe. be cool. I don't that know. That could be a good stunt in the parking lot. Yeah. And by the way, the uh, on the audio keeps cutting in and out on the headphones, just so you guys are, are aware. Cool. On, on the our pack units here? Mm-hmm. that we're yeah. gonna. Okay, we'll go outside and, and try that out yep. in... Just a little bit. But in the meantime, while we're trying to get set up for uh, Drop Quiz, the uh, Preston and Steve Show edition. We, the pandemic edition. Me and Casey are going to uh, give this a shot. Um, there is a charity event that Casey has been a big part of for a number of years. And I remember the first time he executed it, it was uh, it was a big, big deal. Yes. Uh, and originally, now it's called Bend to the Shore now, but it used to be called the... Tour to Shore. The Tour to Shore. That was it. And I remember you were very emotional that first time. I was. I mean, because... You kind of got mad at me because I wouldn't let you really express how important it was to you. And I, I was like... I, I flippant about it. I, I thought you were minimizing my efforts and, and my accomplishment. And uh, and I, I was uh, I was very upset. You know what, though, Case? I know. Time. Afterwards, it made for some great sex. It did. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. makeup sex. Makeup sex is the best, right? right? Yeah. Both yeah. agree. I mean, I, I didn't want to go near you two for a while. I know. But the reality is, is um, you know, the bend to the shore is is quite a feat. Sixty five miles is is nothing to sneeze at. Um, and for me, at that time, uh, it was very very difficult. Uh, the last time I, you know, this year was virtual. Uh, so last year in 2019, I thought it was 
other than the first year, was the toughest time I had ever had. And I wow. had been cycling for quite a while at this point. So this past year, I said, this is not going to be the case again. I'm, I'm going to make sure that I'm going to be ready for this event. It, it's and become your passion. I mean, it's, yeah, actually, it's actually resulted in, in a weight loss, yep. a, a realignment of your health regimen. Yep. It's, I'll go as far as to say it, it's probably saving your life. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Yeah. Until I get hit by a car. Steve. And his stamina, his sexual Unbelievable. stamina, I can attest to. Yeah. Are you really guys doing the Amazon the position? <laughs> Sometimes he's he just says, you got to stop. I you got to take it easy. Dude. I'm yeah. the one my, saying, yeah. take it easy, man. My balls are about to go up in flames. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So anyhow, uh, when is the next uh, Bend to the Shore? Well, it's going to be in July. I think okay. it's like July 24th, 25th, something like 25th. Okay. Let's yeah. welcome the man who is behind it from Irish Pub at 20th and Walnut. Please welcome our friend, Mr. Mark O'Connor, yeah. who is here. Hey, good morning. Morning, Mark. How'd you like that little conversation? That Didn't was, know all uh, that, right? Very, very like the part about the bulls on fire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, well, yeah. So Casey's saying uh, maybe July next year? July 25th. July Excellent. 25th. Okay. Yeah, it's always the last Sunday in July. Okay. All right. And how many years now? Uh, this was the 33rd. We just oh, completed. my God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And we're just under $10 million for the 33 years. No That's kidding. unbelievable. And families behind the badge. Is the charity that benefits from that, correct? That's correct, yes. Yeah. And explain a little bit about that. So we have two main pillars of families behind the badge. We support the families of fallen and injured first responders in the greater Philadelphia and South Jersey area. And we have a program that we created five and a half years ago called Police Youth Alliance, which puts uniformed officers in classrooms uh, in disadvantaged neighborhoods. And, and they, they communicate with the kids and start to change the dynamic and the perception that the children have of them. Um, uh, and obviously that's needed now more than ever in, in every city in, in, in the United States. So we're working very hard at that. And then we, we give to some other charities like Phil Abundance, all Philadelphia yeah. charities. Right, which is wonderful that you're, that you're able, number one, that the, uh, 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 the generosity of, of the city helps benefit that. And then you guys turn it into even more charity for other than the charity you went and raised the money for. So it's, it's got this residual effect to it. Sure, it sure does. And, yeah. and uh, by the way, an amazing pivot you guys did with this COVID situation this year. This is fantastic. Well, you, oh, you know firsthand, you know, what this uh, pandemic has done to foundations and charities and, you know, their, their um, cornerstone events like you've been to the shore. And you guys, um, uh, you had to pivot as well. And so uh, your first pivot was to uh, push the event back for by about a month or whatever. And then the second pivot was just to make it virtual. So how did that work out for you guys? Because I know what I did on, on my end for Team WMMR, but, uh, you know, how, how did that work out for, for your foundation? We, we had about half the number of participants and just about raised just about half the amount we had the previous year. So, so it was, you took, it was you a, took a big hit. Yes, yeah, it was a yeah. real challenge. Mm. And, and everything changed, so you had to think completely differently. And, and uh, so it was, it was interesting, and uh, I hope we don't have to do that again. No, I don't yeah. think you will. I, I think we're, we're heading in the right direction here shortly, you know, with a promising uh, COVID treatments on the rise and, and that have been developing. Hopefully we'll be back to normal by the time, you know, the next uh, Bend in the Shore comes around. That would be so. great. Uh, so you have uh, a donation for today. Yes, we do. Excellent. We, we we'll have a, a, a check for Phil Abundance for $6,000. Yeah! Oh! $6,000. That's awesome. And it's a big check, too. Yeah, like the Jolly Green Giant would write. I love it. Excellent. And, and we have well, one, one more thing. Like one more thing. Everybody, please. Quiet. Down, please sit please. down. 
The man wants to speak. God Almighty, this oh, crowd of no one. Um, anyhow, Mark, what were you going to say? Well, this show has been a great supporter of ours for a very long time. Preston used to come down and host the, the after party yeah, in, in Atlantic, Atlantic City. City. And, yeah. and Casey, I think it's six years, is it? I can't uh, remember. It's been yeah, a lot of miles. Yeah. And, yeah. and Casey was really there this year. With that, that change with COVID, with the difficulty, we asked a lot of him, and, and he was always there for us. So we have, a, we have an award for Casey Why? here from the Aww. families behind the badge. Oh, Check wow. It out. Oh, it's wow. upside down. It's upside down. Yeah. There you go. It's got my name on it and everything. It is a, it's a wooden American flag with Aww. the blue line. Oh, man. And it's got a, a plaque there on it that I can't quite read. So It reads, for demonstrating continuous and unwavering support and dedication. Turn just a little bit this way if you can because we can't hear it. That's all right. Uh, for demonstrating continuous and unwavering support and dedication to the first responder community. Hey, wow. To Casey. Thank you so much for everything. Congratulations. Yeah. That is awesome. That is that really is nice. Awesome. Nice job there, buddy. He's going to go over. And He's going to go over and kiss your uh, your uh, spit card. Save his uh, reward. That's right. We do have uh, plexiglass up, so Casey, you can uh, you know uh, rub your breast on it or something like that. Kiss. Press him. Like that uh, is awesome. Midnight run. Yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't midnight run. Midnight, midnight express. express. Midnight express. Thank you. Midnight well, run was with Charles uh, Grodin was in both. He was in. No, he wasn't. He could have been. That guy's great. Uh, Casey's getting a picture taken with his award, and uh, that's a really, really Case. nice gesture. That's cool. Congratulations. Man. And you, you guys, obviously, you, you know, for the first responders and all the, the families and all the work you do, you guys do a phenomenal uh, job. And the fact that you took a hit this year and still donated as much as you did yeah. means the world to us. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, um, we did this. Uh, we did our, our own virtual ride um, the day that the <clears throat> ride was supposed to happen. So me and Team WMMR rode from Cape May to Atlantic City, and you had rode from Philadelphia. You guys did your own ride, and you rode from Philadelphia with the SWAT team uh, from Philly to uh, Atlantic City as well. And I met you guys afterwards, and it was you and the SWAT team. And, uh, you know, I apologize for not remembering um, her name, but uh, it was the wife of, of an officer who was killed this um, spring in the line of duty. He was shot through. The door um, of a uh, of a home that they were serving, uh, serving a warrant sir. at, and so I had said, you know, this is this is why I do this. You know, there, there's been a lot of like stuff going on in uh, in this country, and uh, let's not forget that you know people do put their lives on the line. And what you do with your foundation is you're you're not only taking care of the families, but you're also trying to bridge this gap. Um, and we, you know, you can see that there is this gap, and, and you're trying to do something about that. So thank you. It's it's our pleasure. And Terry, Terry O'Connor, the wife of, of Sergeant O'Connor, was killed in the line of duty. She never rode a bike except as a little kid, and she got on her bike and rode 65 miles. She was awesome. Miles. Nice. Yeah, really she was. was awesome. And, and you guys are awesome, and I, and I love your spirit. So thank you. And I'll ride again on July 25th. It's great. Thanks so much. Thank, thank you. you, Mark thank O'Connor. Thank you, Mark O'Connor. That's really wonderful. Bend to the shore. Families behind the bed. $6,000 donation. That's incredible. I love it. Excellent. All right. And where are we with uh, this uh, drop quiz thing? I don't know. Nobody's been coming to tell me anything, and I do not know, and it's kind of what we have planned. I'll tell you what, though. Our rotisserie oven is working well. Is it up and running? We have two birds in there right now. Awesome. Okay. All right. <laughs> I love rotisserie chicken. <laughs> it really is the best. You know why? Because it's so damn fatty. That's it all is. the fat stays inside of it. That's all the flavor. You said ever since we've ever since your mm-hmm. culinary expertise has been expressed on the air, you say oh, it's, it's a sad but true effect. The the fat makes the taste. That's flavor. Yep. That's it, man. Uh, Fred, I'm gonna go check on that all right, day. Marissa just Marissa, hold on. Marissa just walked in and gave us a thumbs up. Oh, so oh, on the rotisserie chickens. 
I'm going to put my remote broadcast They're equipment finished. on and see if it works. You guys hear me okay? Yes, you yeah. sound good. All right. Hey, I am too, but Case, remember, let's uh, bring, uh, well, we can use our face masks as uh, blindfolds. Yes. So we will do that because at one point we're going to do a blindfolded version. Yes, which will add an extra element of terror to it. Do you guys want to bring some chicken with you? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, so should Steve and I just do bread chat while you guys are gone? You can <laughs> I, I would feel like I was betraying Casey because well, that, again, is, is something that you guys have. Uh, I'll give you a little play-by-play of what we see as we're walking out. Right. Uh, but Describe it. Yeah, this, I, I, fortunately, I brought a heavy coat. I knew it wasn't going to be super cold, but I brought a heavy coat just in case. And when you go up on that thing, it's 100 feet up, man. It is a world of difference is it? by how much colder it is up oh, there. I don't like cold. It gets windy. It gets colder. And so, therefore, <laughs> it's a pain. I just looking for my mask. I was like, God damn it. What did I do? Who took my mask? It was on his face. It was on my face. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, this is the most adorable thing in the world, you two, with your headsets walking out the door here. <laughs> you want to hold hands? Or here, let's, hey, Wait, you know what we could do? Uh, we could do a little uh, Wizard of Oz. Air up. <laughs> I'm off, Seth. They're skipping out <laughs> <to> the site <laughs> now. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so I'm slightly out of breath from skipping. All right. All right. So, Preston, oh, here's the deal. Yeah. What side do you want? Do you want to go look at the city? Do you want, you get well, the city skip? No, because they're, they're going to get video of us. So we'll probably need to be facing the Wells Fargo Center, <sighs> which is fine because we'll see 95, all the cars. A lot okay. of I would like to see the city at some point, but we can come back out here okay. and do that. But I think for video purposes... Uh, we can uh, head up here. Hey, there's Mike Skelly, everybody. Hey, hey. Mike Skelly of the Skelly Entertainment Company. Uh, they or amusements. I'm sorry. Uh, they're the ones that provide these rides for us, and we said, yeah, let's have this ride, even though we're the only ones that are going to be riding on it because um, we're selfish. Are we both riding on the same side? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. I think so. What? Did you notice, Preston, that today the Wells Fargo Center was lit up in a purple? Yesterday oh, it was lit up in a green. So uh, every morning when we come in, you get a really nice view of, uh, of South Philly Sports Complex. Nice. And today it looked a little bit different. So you guys are going to get a great view when you get up there. And this is all right. to celebrate the Eagles' run at the Super Bowl. That's right. <laughs> so hang on. Before we head up, and uh, Mike has just uh, strapped us in here. Right. Uh, and They're wearing dildos. No cameras going up with us. No. Uh, so They have something on a boom, though. Yeah, they got a jib boom set up out here. Really? Uh, yeah, which oh is pretty God. pretty wild. That's the gang at uh, Newman uh, University. It's university now, right? Yep. Not college. And uh, so thanks to Sean and our, our camera crew. What an incredible tech team we have. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to put this mask on my – so I don't want to drop it. Hang on a second. Because mm-hmm. we are going to use them as um, – Blindfolds. Blindfolds eventually. Yeah. We're going to do, I think, the first round – Sighted. So, Preston, as we said before, you've gone up on this a number of times. You've yeah. never played can drop. No. Life bowled like a house of cards in any sort of pressure Q&A or, or games show situation. Right. You, you, I think, are a bit better, but you, you're, you're still not certain. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. I, I, dude, I, when, when it comes to the pressure part of it, that's when I, I fall apart. I can answer trivia questions all the live long day, but once you put a clock, a running clock, or I'm against somebody else, I pretty much fold. So okay. I'm curious as to how I'm going to do with this. So uh, You know what I didn't ask you, Preston, was whether or not you wanted to play for listeners at all, because we do have prizes. Um, you know, we have a prize that we can award to. We can. A listener. Yeah. So yeah. Our, our friends over at the New Era store over at Citizens Bank Park uh, gave us 
a really, really cool prize pack um, with a whole bunch of new era uh, stuff in it. All right, 215-263-WMMR. Call it for me. Call it for Casey. Uh, Jason, if you wouldn't mind doing that back at the studio, just put them up on hold with their names and who they uh, we will be playing for. And what's the prize again, Case? It's a prize pack from the New Era store. It's got, like, hats, socks, and a premium rally towel. Ooh. Yes, yeah, 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 premium rally towel. Uh, and some other things as well. I, uh, Nick, as a matter of fact, on my little workstation, yeah. there is a, a little rotisserie chicken. Rotisserie chicken. <laughs> and right next to the rotisserie chicken right. is a graphic of what uh, is being given away. Got it. All right. And the blindfolds are <laughs> wearing. Don't eat my chicken. The blindfolds we're wearing today are brought to you by Face John. Uh, we have uh, Preston and Steve, uh, Camp Out for Hunger. It says Philly Strong on one side with a cup, and then on the other side it's got the – uh, Yeah, a cup. <laughs> and it's got the uh, – uh, the, the Preston Steve Campbell soup can on it. And uh, are those for sale? I don't know, oh, Kathy. Do you are. know? Uh, I'm not sure, but I do okay. have uh, face John face masks myself, and uh, they're awesome. They're really well made. And uh, listen, I, my Batman face mask is my go-to, but this is uh, – I, they should have them for sale because I think they're really well made. Hey, can you guys see us in the yes, tent? Oh, you can. In fact, we have two angles on you. We have one from the slightly off to the side and one dead on. And then we so what we're seeing in here is Kathy. We're seeing inside the studio, uh, inside the tent here, and then two shots of you guys. So it's ultra high tech. And then in the upper right hand corner is a picture in picture of the rotisserie chicken. Oh, that's nice. Uh, is I'm playing for Cindy. Okay, and Casey will be. Playing oh, for Emma. Cindy. Okay. Cindy. Cindy. <laughs> um, and I'll keep score. And question. Um, what was my question? Can people see us on YouTube right now on our YouTube channel? All right. Yes, Let's light this candle. All right. The drop quiz. All right. All right Kathy's we'll going to host. As soon as we start, I'll, I'll start. Uh, uh, yeah. Mike, when you're ready to send us up. All right, we're going. Go. Uh, okay. What is the world's longest river called? Uh, the, the Amazon. Amazon. No. Uh, Nile? Yes. No. Where is the Great Barrier Reef located? Australia. Yes. Which house? Good housekeeping. <laughs> which house was Harry Potter almost sorted into? Oh, uh, Slytherin. Yes, Preston. Preston. Which country gifted the Statue of Liberty to the France. United States? Casey. Right. What does America run on? Duncan. Casey. Casey. What was the name of Robin Williams' film where he dresses up in, as an elderly British nanny? Oh, uh, Mr. Uh, Damn it. Who hosts the show The Amazing Race? Phil Keegan. Nice. What is the rarest blood type? Uh, o negative. No. No. Uh, uh, a, uh, B negative. A B negative. Preston got it. Damn what it. is the name of the musical artist who sings the song Watermelon Sugar? Uh, Harry Styles. Casey. Mother ever. <laughs> what does N A stand for on the periodic table? Oh, I was gonna say Narcotics Anonymous. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, sodium. Yes, Casey. Oh, oh my God. God. Jesus. Oh, dude. Do I get two points for Narcotics oh. Anonymous? Uh, Narcotics <laughs> Anonymous. Casey <laughs> dominated round one, seven to two. Wow. It's funny because I, I thought you got really excited about getting sodium. I forgot that you were about to drop. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh my, my God. God. It happened so fast. So uh, there's oh actually less of a delay on our video side as has ever been because we got we, the second we saw the video of you dropping, we heard you screaming. So uh, seven to two, uh, Casey. Well done. Woo! You had a number of them. I think Kathy skewed a few questions towards you, knowing that you had booked the, uh, the Amazing Race. Harry well, Styles, Amazing Race. There. I don't remember that guy's name. <laughs> Watermelon Sugar. Hi. No, I didn't put that one in for Casey. That was there, but I did put the Amazing Race one in. I thought All that right. was good. So we're gonna go blindfolded now. Question is 
our contestants on the line? Does that determine the winner? Because we were going to do two rounds. Yeah, you know what? How about Emma wins? Cindy, sorry. Uh, but you want to keep Cindy on? No, it's okay. Cindy! Bye! <laughs> All right, so we're going to put our blindfolds on. It takes a moment for uh, Mike to get... Are we set up? All right, hold on a second. Uh, Kath, you have more questions for us? Yes, I sure do. All right, this time blindfolded. Oh, my goodness. Let's begin. All right, we're ready. Go. Okay. Uh, what is the name of the actor who played Jack in Titanic? Uh, Leonardo Leo DiCaprio. Yes, Casey. How many points? Uh, I know, I'm skipping that one. In which Disney movie is the villain Clayton from? I don't know. Uh, zombies versus the okay, other thing. skip it. It's Tarzan. In which ocean is the Bermuda Triangle located? Atlantic. Okay. Yes. Which U.S. state is known for peaches? Uh, Georgia. Georgia. Preston. <laughs> which fictional city is the home of Batman? Agatha. Oh, Preston. Preston, yeah. How many feet in a mile? Uh, 5,726. No. 5,326? No, skip it. So. Which planet is closest to Earth? Uh, Mars. Uh, no, no, no. no uh, uh, Venus. Venus. Preston got it. Steve Harvey is a game show host. What's the Family Cute. Yes. The movie Lady Bird Tied. takes place in which city in California? What movie? Lady Bird. I don't know. Um, it, so, it, uh, the, the, so, oh my God! Oh my God! Sacramento. Yes, you guys were both about to get it. I think I liked it better blindfolded, Preston. I did too. Want to do it one more time? Hell yes! We want to do it one more time. So, all right, we didn't have winners on the lines. All right, all right. But Preston won that round four to two. <gasps> oh, Preston. Wow. Okay, well. So we're tied up. So this is the uh, tiebreaker. This is the tiebreaker. I wonder, oh. I wonder, since you won blindfolded and I won the other way, uh, if we should. If you should be sighted and I should be blindfolded. Maybe. I'm game. Okay. Did you guys check well, you the official rules? Uh, Nick, you got the computer there. Can you check the official rules? <laughs> yeah, all right. Casey, quiz? turns out you're right, Casey. Okay. No Drop quiz. Okay, so uh, I'll be blindfolded and you won't be? Yeah. Okay. Wow. So maybe that did assist price of not having the distraction of seeing the skyline. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe if we were to eliminate your sense of smell and hearing as well. Oh, uh, maybe. <laughs> like Tommy? If you could render me impotent, I bet Preston, I could think can better. can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, we have contestants on the line? All right, Mike won. Hey, Mike. Yay. Congratulations, Whoever Mike. Whoever Casey was playing for didn't win. No. And wait, do we have... But, but do we have prizes for them? That's the question. Yeah, uh, Nick, do you have the uh, description of yes. the thing? It, it is a workout uh, holiday gift bundle from New Era Dash Performance. They get a cap, a protein shaker. <laughs> a protein shaker? A protein shaker. Uh, availability, <laughs> cooking headband, stance pop fly socks, and a premium rally towel, all from New Era and the gift shop over at the uh, ballpark. That's actually yeah. a, a nice package. Yeah, very, really cool. So are we going to play again for contestants this round? Yes. All right. This one is for the championship of the universe. All right. And a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> a rotisserie. Oh. Happy. Uh, all right. So do we wait to get our contestants on, or we what do you want to do? right here. Leo is playing for Casey, and Tom is playing for Preston. All right. Thank all right. you, Marissa. Tom, I will do my best. And, guys, just give us uh, when the second you start lifting, Kathy will start doing the questions. Right. Casey, you'll have to do it. Now. I can't see. All right. Go. go. Who was the pretty woman in the 1990 film? Uh, Julia Roberts. Where in the United States is the original Coca-Cola factory located? Uh, that is in Atlanta. Yes. Where is Saturday Night Live filmed? New, New York, York City. City. Rockefeller. Justin, Justin Timberlake was a part of which boy band? NSYNC. NSYNC. Who is the talk show host with the carpool karaoke sketch? Oh, James Corden. Ah, damn it. What is the name of the city that SpongeBob SquarePants lives? Uh, Bikini, Bikini Bottom. Bottom. Jinx. What are the colors of the blockbuster movie rental logo? Yellow and blue. 
Stacy. And a third one. White? Yellow, yes. blue. Ah. Yes. What is the name of the redhead mermaid in The Little Mermaid? Ariel. What is the name of the first woman pilot to fly across the... Amelia Earth? Earhart. In Good a website, In a website browser address bar, what is www... World Wide Web. Yes. John in the, Stamos. In the 1986 John Hughes film, Ferris Bueller's Day Off was filmed in what city? Chicago. Yes. Yeah. Who is known for the album Lemonade? Oh, uh, uh, Bay, 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 <laughs> Do you accept Bay? Because I wouldn't. I, I Beyonce! Mean, we all know who Bay is. Well, guys, the champion of the universe, Casey nah. I've been yes! bested. My goodness. Um, I've been bested. I could play this all day. Know, all day. So all day. Oh, my God. You want to send somebody else out? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Lee, Lee is the, who is it? We used the winner in case we're playing. For <laughs> All right, whoever. Uh, are we, uh, what time is it, by the way, guys? 7.46. Oh, yeah, we got to take a break. Yeah, watermelon right, sugar. Uh, Mike, can you uh, watermelon sugar? Hi. Harry <laughs> Hi. All right, we're, we're coming in there now. All right. All right. Come All right. On in, guys. Thank you, Mike Skelly from yeah, Skelly yeah, Amusements. Hey. That was fun. Well. You guys were great. Oh, my God. I Get love in that. Here quickly. Your chicken's getting cold. I love that ride. I love that game. Uh, it, it, I, and I like the blindfolded version, yeah. Casey. Yeah, you were good at that. Casey, and, and you guys, you'll agree, it clearly helped Preston to not be distracted by yeah. uh, the other stuff. And Casey, you were yeah. better with it off. Part of it is you're actually enjoying the view while you're up there. Yeah. And, and while I'm, like, looking around, I'm not even thinking about what you guys are saying. But, man, I knew the answers to almost all those. Just my, my timing is just terrible. I just yeah. I can't. I don't have that, that lightning fastness would you, that Casey Would you benefit has. from a metronome? No. If we bring one up with you. Well, we had that yesterday on the show. Remember, we had that metronome <laughs> randomly popping up. So. Metronome. I don't know the story is here. Let me switch. All right. Microphones. Yay. Congratulations, guys. That was great. That was a good time. Man. For the record, there are 5,280 feet in a mile. Oh. 5, 000, what did yeah. you say? 5,726? Yeah. 5,280. You know, You're close. Okay. 1,726 as far as... Yards are concerned, right? Oh, all right. So that's why I think you were getting that 26. Mm, well, there you go. Um, all right, nice. Well, we get some stuff away. Excellent. We got outside. Yes. Enjoyed the outdoors for a little while. So Got to see some birds. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We are going to take a break. We will be back in a moment, and we will dive into your Bizarre File. Now, also tell you about all the great guests we have on the program this morning. Camp Out for Hunger, day number two. Back in a moment. If you've never sat in on a Camp Out for Hunger broadcast, well, this is probably not the year, but you can still help out. Donate at your local Acme Market checkout or WMMR.com. I want to mention the 7 o'clock hour uh, uh, was brought to you by uh, Wisfist, WSFS Bank, a proud sponsor of the President Steve Camp Out for Hunger for nearly 200 years. Wisfist has been serving the communities and businesses of the greater Philadelphia region. Wisfist Bank, we stand for service. And real quick, I want to thank uh, DeBruno Brothers uh, for bringing us and our volunteers and staff breakfast. I just had a uh, egg, mushroom, and Gruyere cheese wrap. Are you kidding me? Oh, tasty. Uh, Steve, awesome. not only that, they have avocado toast kits. What? Yes, Kathy. I know, right? What? It's a full kit. It comes with, it? with its own lathe. And uh, they brought some uh, meat and cheese plates Ooh. and some bagel sandwiches and so on. So everybody That's can. wonderful. Everybody volunteering their time is getting fed here, and we very much appreciate it. It's very needed. Um, all right. Let's, uh, let's do the Bizarre File. Yeah. All right, Jason. No. 
Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by HERS. Game day traditions, even at your home gate. However, you're gearing up for the game. Make sure to have Philly's favorite chip, HERS, forever good. A 200-person unlicensed fight club in New York City was disbanded by sheriffs on Saturday night. Mm. Attendees of Isn't Rump- that above the limit right now with COVID restrictions? Yeah, attendees of Rumble in the Bronx were discovered drinking, smoking, and fighting, not socially distancing at the event. I bet they were cursing, too. Sheriffs entered a warehouse and found the crowd watching the and participating in the fighting. Uh, patrons were also observed drinking alcohol, smoking hookah, and not wearing face coverings hookah. while failing to social distance. In a tweet, uh, the NYC sheriff said loaded firearms were discovered and 10 organizers were charged with multiple crimes. Violation of emergency orders, illegal combat, no liquor license, warehousing liquor, loaded firearms, multiple crimes. A significant amount of marijuana was also discovered. Here's the problem, Preston. All funds raised are going to the camp out for hunger. Oh, what a bitch. Uh, Michael Roman, CEO of Rummel in the Bronx, is facing eight charges, which include unlawful assembly and conducting a prohibited combat sport. That is, uh, I mean, that's a huge event. Yes, it is. a big event. Yep. Uh, it took dozens of park rangers, searchers, doctors, and nurses, but Michael Nepinski, who became lost amid freezing whiteout conditions in Mount Rainier National Park last weekend, was brought back to life in what his medical team is calling a miraculous recovery. The 45-year-old left for a snowy hike with a friend on the morning of November 7th. His friend planned to ski down the mountain to Camp Muir while uh, Nepinski was going to snowshoe to paradise. Uh, he said, I was pretty close to the end of the trail. Then it turned to whiteout conditions. I couldn't see anything. The last thing he said he remembers was taking baby steps down a mountain surrounded by white. He said, I'm not sure what happened. I think I fell. He noted there were bruises and scrapes all over his body. When he didn't make it back to the Paradise parking lot that evening, his friend reported him missing. Uh, three National Park Service teams searched for him until early Sunday when winter conditions minimized visibility and temperatures dropped 16 degrees. Later that morning, they returned their search. And because cloudy weather initially prevented rescue teams from launching air operations, the helicopter team didn't start searching until later that afternoon. Uh, they finally found him about a mile upstream from Glacier Bridge. Uh, once the teams reached about an hour later, a Navy helicopter got him to Seattle. He arrived. He, survive? Un- he arrived unconscious. Well, I'll tell you how. Yeah. He, had, he had a pulse. Uh, recalled the doctor, Janelle uh, Badalak, but he soon went into cardiac arrest. They said he died while he was in the ER, which gave us a unique opportunity to try and save his life by basically bypassing his heart and lungs, which is the most advanced form of artificial life support that we have in the world. So he remained technically dead for 45 minutes. His heart didn't beat for 45 minutes. Wow. They administered CPR. They hooked him up to an, what's called an extracorporeal membrane oxygenation machine. Which, and in that, it processes blood. It's pumped outside of the body to a heart-lung machine, removes the carbon dioxide, sends oxygen back into the blood, and then they ship it back into his body. From what I understand, it's very similar to a chicken rotisserie. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. like that as it keeps rotating the entire time. Exactly. But it's unbelievable that doctors can do this. I mean, yeah, 45 minutes clinically dead is yeah. amazing. Uh, they restarted his heart. The medical team spent the entire night by his bedside. Two days later, he opened his eyes. 
there was some slight <laughs> mental deterioration. No, we, we should uh, probably throw him on the machine for the remaining 15 minutes. No, the first thing he wanted to do was call his family. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> while he was still recovering the next day, his kidneys weren't functioning properly. His heart was struggling to circulate uh, blood, and his skin was burned from frostbite. Oh. But they believe he's going to be okay. It's amazing. That's uh, Doctors are incredible. Astonishing. Yep, absolutely. All right, then we'll do one more story. Uh, an off-duty lifeguard in New Jersey is a real hero after he took off his prosthetic leg so he could jump into Newark Bay to save the driver of an SUV that had plunged into the water. Anthony Capano said that he was leaving work recently in Bayonne when he saw a crowd of people returning or running toward the shore. He spotted an SUV sinking into the water about 50 feet offshore. Uh, the driver appeared to be trapped inside the vehicle and oh, was no. yelling out a window. Uh, Capano says that he removed his leg and then jumped in the water and was able to help the 68-year-old driver to shore. He had lost his leg while he was struck by a train 11 years ago. Jesus. Yeah. So he was there at the right place, the right time. If I had a prosthetic leg, though, just in case of a situation like this, I would have a boat prop attachment. Right. So you could haul ass and get there and save him right away. But maybe that's just ridiculous. Uh, Police said the driver of the SUV had been pulling over to answer a phone call when he accidentally pressed on the accelerator and the brake at the same time. And boom, he went into the uh, the bay, but this guy got him. The one-legged you know, guy got him. Steve, uh, for 99.99% of your life, that wouldn't be necessary. Right. For that 0.01%, that'd be it. Save a life. Got it. Yeah. It's like getting a home generator. Yeah. You may never need it, but when you do, it's good to have a boat prop on your life. All right, and that is what we have in the Bizarre File this morning. <laughs> All right, we are welcoming a guest to the program, and we couldn't do it. Without he and his company, uh, because this is the Beanbow Bakeries USA broadcast tent that we are sitting in. And we've been going off about Beanbow a bit, haven't we, in their product line? We have. And and we can't thank them and the other sponsors enough for participating in this event, given the nature of this year's event. Yes. Uh, we honestly thought we'd kind of be going it alone yeah, uh, this year and not be having the contributions just because of the current scenario that the nation is in. But they stepped up. Along with a lot of other people, we would like to welcome the Vice President of Human Resources at Bimbo Bakers USA. This is Mr. Jonathan Berger, who yeah. is here this morning. Good morning. How are you? It's, it's, it's great to be here. It's great to see you, too. It's great to be with you on the Bread for Radio podcast. Yes! yes. Bread <laughs> first guest for radio. Right? Yes. Oh, right? Yeah. You, you don't know if there actually is a podcast. It's called Since Sliced Bread. Really? Oh, really? Okay. I, I, can, I can highly recommend it if well, you're a breadhead. Okay. But, wait a second. Do you have? Does Beanbow have anything to do with it? No. Because Beanbow no. could get in on the ground floor of Bread for Radio. We're we're looking forward to sponsoring that goal. Okay. Yeah. Now, could you answer our trivia question this morning, which was uh, where was sliced bread invented? Uh, well, we we invented it. I heard oh, that you were okay. giving misinformation yeah. this morning. Okay. okay yeah. Right. I'm sorry. It was the second then. Right. It was. It was, it was cl- clearly Bimbo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we welcome you, and we thank you for your your sponsorship once again. No, thanks and, so much. And your daily donations of the uh, fresh food uh, for Phil Abundance. Yeah, we're really proud to be sponsoring the camp out again. Um, it's. I, I. I don't remember how long we've been doing it, but it's really one of the things we look forward to. Um, to support our community, to support um, what you guys are doing is just really special for us, and especially in this year, 
where where uh, food insecurity is just so great. It's yep. it's just so important for us to be here. It's up uh, more than sixty percent, so it's significant. And yeah. then with the news yesterday, Preston of the of this the, the city going into more of a, of a shutdown. You're yep. you're talking all those service employees, all these people who do not know where their money's coming from. Do you know they were just clawing back up and getting to a certain level, and now hearing this. So it's now more important than ever. You know, and to Preston's point, when all this started, we thought, oh, I don't know, I guess, you know, well, maybe they'll do it in reduced capacities, these businesses we're returning to. Not only did you guys immediately respond, but you, you even upped the ante. So it's like, it, it's an amazing thing. And to, to see you guys step up in the way you have been doing is just, it sort of has encouraged us to follow through with everything and try to execute it the best way we can. Well, thanks so much, Steve. We, from the very beginning of the pandemic, we said to our associates and all our team members that we wanted to feed America and stay safe. And that's all we focused on for the last eight or eight months. And we haven't missed a day of production or a day in the market, serving the market and serving our communities, which we're really so proud of. And I'm so proud of our frontline workers who every single day are going into bakeries, going into sales centers, going to supermarkets and serving our communities. The other thing that we focused on is that all of our surplus, all of our surplus is being donated. Right, we are. We we will donate over twenty million pounds of food wow. to feeding America food banks across the country. Right here in in Philadelphia, Phil Abundance will donate over one hundred and fifty thousand pounds of food, um, and we're also supporting financially as well. We're very very proud and committed. I to, mean, the length and breadth of the of the Beanbow product line and the different things under your um, the umbrella is is extensive. So you people, you know, just reel off some of the product. I I have the Entenmann's cookies right here in front of me, which I adore. But what are some of the other things people might uh, know? For. Well, Entenmann's Little Bites and Entenmann's Cookies, and see if we couldn't come without a, a box of yes. cookies for you. Although I, 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 although I couldn't find any of the big cookies, I apologize. Uh, but you, you, you will verify they did exist. They did exist. Yeah, they yeah, did okay. exist. I used to love them as well. Yeah. Do you not make uh, them anymore? No, we don't. Oh. Well, what if you put like 12 cookies in your mouth at once? Does that count <laughs> that like as a, a big, big cookie? cookie? It does. It, yeah, it yeah, probably does. Yeah, I, I, you certainly yeah. get the same feeling, I right. think. You also uh, brought the uh, Arnold Sandwich Thins, which I love these as well. It's hard to eat them upside down. Though. Yeah. So here's, they're really – it's round, so there is no upside down. Um, I That's do like by these, design. But what, when I make my peanut butter and honey sandwiches, I prefer the regular Arnold uh, multigrain bread because the bread is more absorbent. Yeah. And I like for it to absorb it, Sadly, it's also the healthier. Honey. Yeah, yeah. You, you can also try our artisano bread. Yeah, it's terrific. We have a brand new potato bread, which is great. Um, on, on that bread, on the artisano bread, that uh, that is excellent. That, have you guys had that? No. Yeah, yeah. yeah I they, got they, that last. They year. brought it by last camp yep. out, and I've been using it ever since. I have a very important question for you: uh, bagel or English muffin? Ooh. I'm an English muffin guy. Thomas's English muffins. Oh, it's yeah. just uh, it's a classic. It's the nooks and crannies. It and is the it. nooks and crannies. Nothing holds the butter better. The way that small Celtic village treated Thomas, Mr. Yeah. Thomas. <laughs> you remember he had, he had to flee to the United States. Well, but, he, br- uh, he brought his English muffin, which, which is all we right. cared about. Maybe that's where they were pissed because yeah. he was taking his number one secret with him. So. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> hey, it, bygones, right? We have great English muffins. That's all that matters. But, uh, yeah, so, again, thanks for the, the participation in everything this year. And, yep. and and I know you guys go year-round with your food program, correct? Yeah, we really do. We're, we're at this all the time. Phil Abundance is a great partner for us um, throughout the year. And, again, uh, really every day. Uh, as our product makes it through our system, we're donating product um, ar- across the country. Excellent. Uh, anything else you want to mention before we wrap? Because uh, we do have some stuff we have to get to. 
Well, is there a song? Sure. Yeah. Um, I, actually, we do have a donation that we'd like to make. Oh, ah, okay. See, that's, oh. so you guys are donating stuff. I'm, I'm mentioning it every day, and that's why I was whispering to Casey. I'm like, is there a donation now? Because they're already donating stuff every day. So yeah, There is. We, we know that, obviously, the food donations really matter. Mm-hmm. That's that's what we're here for. You could have stopped just there. Yeah. But we couldn't because we also know that Phil Abundance needs our support. And so this year we've upped our support um, with and through you, and we're going to be donating $25,000. Oh, to my Phil God. Is that what that little piece of bread there That's is? That's what this big oh bread is. Oh, I didn't see that. Thank you so much. So you you have a checkbook that slices of bread, which is awesome. And everything, Notice everything bread. He's holding it from the top of the bread, not the bottom of the bread. So $25,000 in addition to all that you've done paying for the tent and, and all this other stuff. You guys are a cornerstone oh, of the camp out. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you for what you're doing. And this is an incredible setup. Uh, everybody's safe here so people can come down and donate, drive through, put, put stuff in your trunk and donate, donate food. We yeah. eat it. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. honestly, that we've been a little light on that. I mean, obviously, people are taking our heating advice to donate remotely and, and do and we that's great but we do have a number of workers here who are standing idly by and we need you to come down with that as well because if ever there's been a, a year to shoot the works this is it thank you guys excellent thank you, thank you jonathan you are the best jonathan Berger, guys hey! vice president human resources at bimbo bakeries usa right here in the philadelphia region it's awesome excellent. 25 awesome. grand yes no idea on a piece of bread no less love it all right we have to take a break we're kind of be getting getting behind time wise we have a number of guests who are going to be joining us some really big stuff to get to so let's break and come back with more of the camp out for hunger wells fargo center parking lot right here at xfinity live we'll be back in a moment stay with us Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Steven Singer Jewelers has interest-free financing online and in stores. It's easy. It only takes seconds. Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com. It's always been Acme's goal to make sure that football fans have everything they need to cheer on the Eagles. And today, that goal is no different. No matter what game days look like this year, they'll be there to help you kick off, cheer from your favorite seat, and host like a pro with all the snacks, party trays, and game day foods you know and love. Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So I think we're getting set up for, I, th- I heard some little uh, chirps of audio in the background. So I, I assume that means we're getting ready for our next uh, interview. So if we can pull up our video monitors in here so we can see. So we're doing some interviews uh, via Zoom. We, we uh, did a test run yesterday, worked out nice, and we've got a few of them planned now. And I do have video confirmation of our next two guests, and they are... Uh, a list of people we consider to be good luck charms uh, for the Camp Out for Hunger because they've been coming on since the very, very first one. And Absolutely. these two as a team, their time together professionally is coming to a close this week. I know. It's sad. Uh, but we want to welcome our good friends from NBC10, Tracy Davidson and Vi Sikahema. Yeah. Good morning, guys. Morning. Good morning, uh, good morning guys. Vi, we we have a video here. You're you're in your vehicle. You headed somewhere? Are you going out for a run or what? Uh, got my bike in the back of, of the, uh, the SUV. I'm going out for a ride. Of course, I don't have one of those uh, bike racks that you know because you need a trailer hitch. Yeah. And I don't know how to do that. I don't even know where to go get that. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, look, 
Preston, Steve, it's old-fashioned. I just throw it in the back of the SUV. It's really nice, and I can see it, it's resting on, on your family members back there. <laughs> Bye, I didn't, know, I didn't know you were a cyclist. I have um, I really have started to do it quite a bit. I'd love to get out with you sometime. Uh, yeah, that'd be nice, except I'm leaving next week. And uh, and, and I, I don't go. I don't know if you do road biking. I, I go. I, there's a trail here in South Jersey that's six miles uh, through, uh, I think it's Gloucester. Um, but it's six miles down, six miles back. It's a perfect distance for me. And, uh, you know, there's benches along the way when I, uh, when I get tired, <laughs> so you, which you, I often do. You pull your bike up on the bench and sit, sit on it. Uh, <laughs> so so uh, this is, is this a recent thing? Have you been a cyclist for, uh, for uh, a while? No, I've had, to, I've had to go to cycling because, um, you know, at my age and with, you know, being an old football player, the more pounding I have on my knees, the worse it's going to be. It's not bad. But I, you know, looking forward, yeah. um, you know, I, I don't think it's. I, I think I need to be on a, on, a, on a bike rather than you know keep pounding my knees and my joints. Tracy, have you ever uh, gone with him, or is this uh, he doesn't want you there? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, before before his retirement, we spent a lot of time together. So yeah, yeah. So is is it? Are we hearing correctly that because Kathy had said your last day together was Friday, is but that's not the case. Well, our last day together on the air doing the morning show was about six weeks ago, Bye. That's what I thought. Yep. Okay. Mid- mid-September. And, yeah. And then we have a special, advised retirement special, Friday at 7.30. Okay. We tape that. We tape that. But so this is our last time together at uh, NBC 10. Right now, we're, we're experiencing this together. Oh, man. And yeah, Vice, Vice we, wanted, we wanted to do it with you guys. Oh, oh man. And Vice so emotionally sitting in his car with his bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vi, you mentioned that, that you're leaving next week. You're, you're moving away from Philadelphia. Is that what you uh, were meaning by that? I, I am. Uh, we have four kids, and three of them are married, and they're all out west. And... Um, <sighs> So we, it's not the kids that I want to be near. It's the grandkids. It's the grandkids. Uh, in, fact, in fact, when they learned that I was coming, two have already moved from Utah. <laughs> so Utah is where you're going to go. Is it, uh, you're going to be at Salt Lake or uh, Provo or where We're you headed? Provo. Okay. Provo's beautiful. We have, a, we, we have a condo in Provo and, uh, and it, you know, we'll stay there until we figure out if we want to build, we want to buy. The the longer I look around, the more expensive things look to me, and we just might we just might just stay in the condo. Okay, nice. <laughs> and call it a day, call it a call it a career, call it a life. Yeah. yeah. So Tracy, you have adjusted hours now, which is a lot. Uh, I assume you know it's not yes. like you haven't been in this in this realm before. Have uh, have has uh, like the function in your joints come back to you from not having to wake up so early? One hundred percent. I mean, by how long did we do that? The 1 a.m. alarm clock, probably for six years. So now I'm back to normal human being hours. So it's fantastic. So is there a part, is any, because kind of the thing, we wake up early and we do have the afternoons. And there are some things, you know, uh, outside of COVID, obviously, when things are open that you can get into where there's not crowds. Uh, Do you miss any of it at any point? No, I'm I'm just happy that the alarm clock goes off at five and not one. Yeah. Oh. Rachel just got quiet. <laughs> it makes it uh, makes a difference. I, I, 
I had to I had to wake up at eight o'clock this morning, and I you know I was kind of bummed. I had to wake up at eight. I, I normally get up at you know one in the afternoon. So if, if left to your druthers, would you wake up? Would you wake up later, or are you? I mean, because now it's so burned into me. Even on the weekends, my internal clock gets me up at three forty-five, sure. and then I go back. Yeah, of course. I I would just sleep. I would just stay in bed the entire day. I I, I wouldn't wake up. I I would just stay in bed. Until Kayala got you up and said, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Hey, Vi, I know a lot of people, when they go into retirement, sometimes they'll they'll do some special projects or things like that. Are you planning to work on anything, or are you just relaxing? Um, the first thing I'm doing, uh, in fact, I'm, I'm doing it on, that's one of the things I, uh, on my to-do list, is I'm, I'm buying a uh, season ski pass at Sundance. Um, when I arrive in Utah, I'm going to go up. The idea is to use skiing as part of my routine so I'll, I'll try to bike some days and ski other days but um that's what i'm planning on doing for at least through december and january so hey does tonga have a ski team that could be because this could be a return to your olympic glory this could be cool runnings three you know yeah like the Jama- if the jamaicans can do it yeah. really the tongans or uh problem is is to find uh an adult tongan who weighs less than 170 pounds might be a problem <laughs> right right <laughs> is this part of your elaborate plan to meet and eventually marry robert redford in sundance <laughs> he he's uh i, I know where he lives do I you can't get in his gated community but yeah. i know where he lives <laughs> how do you know you can't get in have you tried have you done that <laughs> Uh, there's places where even in Provo, I, I can't go. You know, okay. so well, is, know. Tracy is, is retirement or anything? I mean, I mean, you you just keep going, and and which is great for us. But um, you know, do do you have a time frame where you will eventually join? Uh, by in Provo? There's no way Tracy's never retiring. <laughs> well, <laughs> Kathy's right. <laughs> Well, Ka- well, you and I used to have, Vi and I used to have a pact that we were walking out together. Somehow, somebody forgot that. Uh, no, no I, you know what? I love what I do, and especially with these hours, you know, I love doing NBC10 Responds. I love getting, you guys know, I love getting to help people. Consumer news is in yeah. my blood. And- yep. And anchoring in the afternoon, giving people information, you know, that's what I do. And you're so, good at the consumer yeah, stuff. No. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. It, ma- it makes it it yeah. makes a difference a lot of times. Uh, but and, and to that point, if people do have any issues that they think are are, are you know that's is something that you could shine a light on, how do they get in touch with you? Yeah, nbc10.com/responds, and there's a form right there, and we get it right away. Awesome. Kathy knows this because she worked with us. Tracy could literally run the station. She could <laughs> she could run an operation. She could run a news operation. Tracy's the one person that I know that can that knows everything about everything. That's she not true. Every, she knows what what technicians are supposed to. She knows how the camera shots ought to be, where they should. You know, I just walk in, and if the words aren't in the teleprompter, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. so Vi, this is Nick. Uh, forgive me if you've made a public comment on this before, but uh, a few weeks ago, Golden Tate came to Philadelphia. He was punching the goalposts, a la. Vi Sikahema uh, against the Giants many years ago. What was your take on uh, an opposing player doing that in South Philadelphia? Well, I uh, I broke down like Ted Atlas. Uh, what's his name? Teddy Atlas. I, I broke down frame by frame. That I'm telling you, he 
Tracy Davidson would, would beat the crap out of him <laughs> uh, if he were in the fight. <laughs> yes. Tracy, I've, I've, held, I've held a heavy bag while Tracy dug lefts and rights into it. <laughs> and I'm telling you, my ribs were sore <laughs> Wait, from, holding, from holding the heavy bag. So he didn't have good form? Is that what you're telling me about? No, terrible form. All <laughs> upper body. Did not put his legs into it. Didn't twist his body. That's where the power comes Nobody from. It was bad. Nobody can be you, Vi. Yep, that's right. Hey, uh, I know you guys have a couple of events you wanted to uh, promote. Uh, Tracy, let's start with you. Oh, well, yes, I have Lifting Your Voice. It's a day for women, and it is all virtual. It's this coming Saturday, and you can find all the information on my Facebook page. Excellent. It's a a time to breathe. So if anybody's feeling like, oh, my gosh, I can't do this one more minute, any of this, uh, and you need like a regroup, a recharge, a reconnection with women. That's what it's all that's about. That's good. It's, it's very necessary. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah, and, and it's virtual, which you know, it's not in person. But on the other hand, go find a quiet room in your house and just connect with us. And we're raising money for the Domestic Violence Center of Chester County. Excellent, excellent. And then Vi, did you have something as well? Yeah, Tracy mentioned it. I've got a. Uh, there's a special on my career. Uh, the yes. Stage is celebrating my my career at seven thirty Friday night. NBC 10, it's a half hour. At, when the show is over, uh, I, my foundation, because everybody's going virtual, we have a virtual event that will push people to. It's viseekahama.com slash retirement, and people can go there and and, uh, and give five or ten bucks, whatever you want to give, or just show up, and, and there's a bunch of uh, uh, things there that will interest people. We, we got, you know, uh, all, old friends, former teammates who, who uh, sent us, uh, you know, uh, farewell messages and things like that so hopefully uh, folks will do that if i remind people what your foundation does because i want people to really donate if they want to send you off in style in your retirement i want them to donate to your foundation tell people what the foundation does well we created the foundation primarily to help the hundreds of um wednesday's child kids that we've helped adopt uh, get into adoptive homes and uh there's a there's a great feature in the show about one of the kids who just graduated in August, and we paid we paid his tuition. Um, and uh, the kid graduated from Bloomsburg University with a degree oh, wow. in communications. And he, oh. he was an intern for us until COVID. And Tracy, yeah. tell you, he was he's the sweetest, nicest kid. That's amazing. Awesome. And, uh, That's awesome. And, uh, so you'll see his profile uh, on our show. Uh, but he's just one of many that you know we help take care of their college tuition to try to get them get them a, a good start in life. That's awesome. Excellent. Kathy, do you want to add something? No, Vice, so will Wednesday's Child continue on NBC10? Uh, it will. Uh, I don't know who's going to uh, uh, host it, but somebody will. And, uh, and oh, by the way, guys, uh, I just on behalf of Tracy and I, this is a team thing because Tracy is one of our uh, great contributors to my foundation. But on our behalf, between her and I, uh, the Vice Economic Foundation will contribute a thousand dollars to your. Uh, hey, very nice. That's very kind. Thank you. Wow. Thank you, guys. We appreciate that so much. Um, we. This is sad. Um, yeah. Uh, we, we've got to wrap up, but. Uh, bye. I hope you're going to come back someday, at least to visit. I will. And, I will. and please stop I'll, by. I'll, I'll yeah, you I'll keep a footprint here, and, and and especially if Steve has a place in his basement. I do. I'm happy to come back. I do. It, 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 I'm sort of tearing up, realizing the next time I see you, it'll be on uh, the news as you attempt to break into Robert Redford's house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, America's most wanted. The next time you'll see him, you'll be America's most wanted. Oh. No, no. Uh, you will. Be, you will be coming back to a visit periodically, though. We hope, right? 
Absolutely. All I'll right. come back. We'll, we'll continue to have our foundation event every year, and I'll come back and promote it with you guys. And as long as we can do this virtually, actually, I'm in Provo, Utah now. <laughs> there you go. That's You're true. right. We could do this virtually. He yeah. could check in from, yeah. uh, from there. Uh, you know, so uh, that would be great. Uh, they love not having to wear I pants. Love you guys. I, I love we, you guys. we love you guys. Thank you so much. And Friday, make sure you watch. And we're going to play your theme on the way out one last time, Vice. So thank you so much. Vice Gahama, Tracy Davidson, yeah. NBC. Case, let's go. Fly, fly, everywhere, fly. Talking about the Phillies, Eagles, Sixers, and Flyers. He's the tongue in super fly. Don't you know it's fly? The Tongan Superfly. And there he is. All right. And with that, that was great, man. Bye, guys. Take care. Uh, we should take a break because we have to get to Zack Snyder when we return. He is scheduled for 9 o'clock. Awesome. And that's a big deal for those who are uh, comic book and action hero, movie, superhero people. Uh, he's got some cool stuff we're going to talk about. So we'll come back in a second to Camp Out for Hunger, day number two on 93.3 WMMR. We will be right back. Camp Out for Hunger may be socially distanced. But our social media pages are there to get you up close and personal. Find WMMR on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And check hashtag Camp Out for Hunger. All right. Uh, the last time we spoke to our next guest was uh, when he was on set for Army of the Dead in Atlantic City. Yes, that's right. Awesome surprise conversation that we had. It was fantastic. And so we knew he was going to be on to help support Camp Out for Hunger. And to, to what I didn't know was like today is a big day. It's a big day. In the world of the Snyder Cut of Justice League. There's a lot of there's so much buzz on the Internet about this. Those of you who live in these geeky worlds that we live in know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that would be me. Yeah. So yeah. let's welcome Mr. Zack Snyder to our show yeah. via Zoom. This morning, Zach, good morning. Hey, guys. Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Everything yeah. sounds excellent. Where are you right now, by the way? I'm in my office in uh, Pasadena, California. Excellent. Well, thanks for getting up early. Uh, to and it's dark. Yeah. To <laughs> guy, I know. <laughs> you can't see the radio, but... Um. Yeah, but we appreciate it. You're a man of your word. You've been working with our, our producer, Casey, who's been nothing but effusive in his praise about how easy to work with you have been. And, and he, you know, listen, we are all major fans of your work. The fact that you called in that day from the set, your your uh, brother-in-law, Bob, is a big listener of the show, and you, I guess, maybe to keep family harmony, you've acquiesced to uh, <laughs> to that, but uh, he knows what I, I mean. What it, I mean, on one hand, yes, to keep family <laughs> harmony, but you guys are great, and I love talk to you guys anytime. Oh, I that's wish, awesome. Uh, Maybe next year, whatever, I could come. Uh, we'll do this in oh, person. That, that would be fantastic. And I, I have to say, just honestly, starting off with this and, and the importance of today and everything, uh, you know, Preston and I, first off, we're massive fans of, of The Watchmen. It's just mm -hmm. it's just a masterpiece. Always have been a fan of your, your directing style. And, and, and you serve that purpose if, obviously, I'm wearing my uh, Frank Miller-inspired Batman shirt this morning. But um, if, uh, you know... The, the, that legend, that lore that I know you're a massive fan of as well, the joy of, of experiencing that throughout my life, you have provided a conduit of a visualization for that that, to me, is every bit the equal of the legend and lore before it. So you have served that purpose, and it's, it's an honor to, to talk to you. The fact that we have this Justice League event taking place, and it was three years ago today, I believe, as it goes, that the, 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 the Snyderverse got together and, and we had heard about the potential of a, of a Snyder cut of the of your original director's cut of the Justice League uh, and and I and I when I heard that I thought well 
There was Batman v Superman, which I thought the theatrical cut was was very good. When I saw the the ultimate edition, it, to me it was a it, again I, I I put it at a masterpiece level because it filled out plot points. It, it gave so much additional and and the truth is you like to work longer form and you you know you have these iconic stories that are so big. Is what's wrong with making long movies? Why does Hollywood seem to stand against that? I don't know. You know, it's funny because you know you look at like what are the what are the biggest movies of all time? It, it, I mean, you look at like Titanic and right. Avatar. Those are like almost three hour movies. Every every single one of them. But yeah, I've always been. I I have. I have been dinged for making long movies. But on the other hand, I would say that um, that's why I'm sort of synonymous with making director's cuts of the movies because I'm always like, guys, you know, I think there's more to tell here. There's more to do. I've shot a lot more. Why can't I just let you guys see it? So yeah. I, I think that, that that's always been a mantra that I, you know, I, I've stuck to pretty hard. And, and in the case with, um, with Justice League, you know, the cut that will come out um, on HBO Max is going to be, it, it really is a legit solid four hours of, of movie. So you had shot most of this footage and it, it existed. I think if I'm correct, additional footage that you're shooting is what, five minutes, six minutes of actual? Something like that. Like yeah. Barely, yeah. There's barely, really, I mean, there's really more. I wanted to put that scene in more for a, to complete what I thought was, um, Something within the 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 universe of my movies that um, I really wanted to see personally, you know, like it was this. It's a small event, but event that's really important to what I consider the the mythological uh, um, making it whole. You know, like sort of helping uh, an audience to. Um, experience all the things that they needed to kind of have within this world and frankly it's just uh, a lot of fun well listen again it's a tangible point obviously and, I, and there's there's an example many examples in your uh, director's cut if you will for batman v superman there are explanations for motivations in in how the greatest detective in the world batman and and superman who's a smart individual how they could be turned against each other and once you see the machinations of that a little bit more fully explained, it makes it a whole other movie experience. And so it's got to be frustrating as an artist. I mean, does, do they come down and they say, you know, and obviously the, the end goal for the movie company is, is more screenings. You know, they can, they can run it more often and make more money. But, but uh, you know, is this a battle? I mean, because you'd establish yourself. You'd had successes. Yeah. Is it a constant, it's a constant battle. Okay. What's it's that like? Battle. What's that like when you're yeah. dealing with people who don't I mean, get listen, it? I mean, you know, in your heart of hearts, you want, these are your, you know, your partners and you want to really like have a relationship that is, um, you know, conducive to this creative process. Cause you know, it's a lot of, it's hard work making a movie and, and you want your partners to be with you. And a lot, and 99% and of the time, it's a great, you know, give and take. Cause you want to give them something like, you know, as you say, that, that makes money. Right? Yeah. In the end, it's I'm trying to make a product that people want. But there's a trade-off, right, between, you know, what, the, what, what, the, what makes the movie better and what um, 
essentially keeps people in their seats, I guess. You know, it's like it, there, there's this. I do believe, though, that now in this sort of this current climate, you know, that we have with the way people watch movies and the way they experience media, that there is a kind of the longer format has gotten a lot more, um, even just in every case, like whether it be a blog or a, a morning radio show. Yeah. <laughs> willing to spend you know a couple hours i agree uh, yeah we, we we agree with that yeah and it's what's crazy about that is at the same time um some of our entertainment is actually getting shorter you think about kids and their tiktok vi- i keep kids people <laughs> I, let's just say people and their tiktok videos you're talking about 15 seconds to one minute of entertainment chunks so you have that but at this also at the same time you're investing in you know i, I and i'm um, just chomping or champing at the bit to to watch the Snyder cut of Justice League, which is going to be four plus hours. And you, if you're going to give it to us in four one hour chunks or four straight hours, I'm going to watch that regardless. So I find that to be you know kind of uh, intriguing. Yeah, it's, it's it's fun. It's funny because you know um, my uh, you you listen to you know any go on any blog or any you know like whether it be Joe Rogan or whatever. Yeah, and people are super comfortable. Just listening to two hours of people just literally just talking. It's like going to dinner with someone more than, yeah. you know, um, you know, uh, some sort of super taut uh, yeah. narrative. No, and it's, it's funny. And, every, and sometimes what we'll do is and, and because obviously we're a morning show and we have to have a certain level of momentum. But when we get into something that people like, we can go longer. We have that 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 benefit of that. I, I think one of the things that's very telling about how uh, much care you put into your your projects uh, is that for the most part you cut your own trailers? Do you not? Well, we definitely. I have a hugely influential uh, hand on the trailers. It's yeah. a thing that I've always loved to work with. I, I've worked with um, particular um, trailer editors who are just geniuses. But it's just my relationship with trailer editors and how we do it. We embed, a lot of time we embed them in our post production so that they're there as opposed to being away you know with marketing down the road they're like right with us and that way they get the benefit of me being able to talk with them about like what the movie is and there's great shots here and let's look at that <laughs> yeah well my, my, it's my, much more like it's more they're part of the team than and so then i feel like the trailers feel more like the personality of the movie and less of a sort of a disparate piece of advertising that's like glued on top of the movie. Well, there's because, you know, the best trailers can be like this amazing piece of entertainment. Well, my well. wife, uh, I mean, honestly had to reprimand me for I was watching Man of Steel trailers so often and Batman v Superman so over and over and over because it, it does what you, you want to do. And speaking of trailers and speaking of something, Justice League, we're going to see more cyborg in your in your cut, correct? Oh, yeah. So can you give can you give us some 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 without giving away too much what we're gonna what we can expect yeah, I mean, from this? I mean, you know, Cyborg was always sort of the heart of the movie. We see a lot more of his sort of origin story. We see a lot more of him kind of learning his powers and what he's about, his family dynamic, what's going on, and sort of his his arc of of looking for or, or sort of more. It's more about maybe coming to terms with what it is to have what is a family and and sort of you know it's the appreciation for the family you have yeah but also moving on to the family that you know you might find yourself in this disjointed collection of people yeah Yeah. we had ray 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 fisher on on the show and uh you know he was talking about 
Because there's a, clearly a scene where there's some a sort of tank or something that it was in a, you know, something going on. And it's like, that never ended up in the movie. And we're like, you know, and obviously you, you had a, 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 a and we're going to want to talk a little bit about the, the suicide prevention efforts that, that you're yeah. in, involved with as well, which is, I couldn't think of a, you know, we're hearing statistics out of the CDC and, and uh, you know, it, it, with all of this stuff that's working, you know, breathlessly to depress the hell out of people, all the stuff that's going on, the, the, the rates are rising exponentially. And so explain how, you know, the, your, your fan base rose to the occasion and, and started this effort raising money for suicide awareness. Yeah, I, um, you know, the, the circumstances around me leaving the, the, my work on Justice League was that we suffered a tragedy in my family. I lost my daughter to suicide. And um, I had to, I, we were just at a place where my family just, they needed me and I just felt like the best thing for me to do was sort of step away from the movie. And then the movie became its own thing sort of without me um and uh but the fans and the sort of recognition of this this thing that struck me and could strike anyone um they really have rallied around this cause and they've done amazing work the fans have raised half a million dollars just you know the just in their own little community doing their thing, spreading the word, and in support of the movie. And we were saying the other day, I said, you know, the movie's cool, and it's fun to make a movie, yeah. and you know, it's cool to, you know, <laughs> and to have superheroes fight and all that. That's cool. But, you know, the, these guys, with the money they've raised, literally exactly what you guys are doing in a lot of ways, but th that money... You know, someone saw a billboard that was paid for by these guys or someone saw an ad or someone someone was manning a hotline, whatever it is. But like those lives literally save someone's life. Like what they're doing is, is changing people's lives and saving lives. And I said, you know, that, regardless of what happens with the movie, like what that is, 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 a, is a giant win. And they should all be super proud of themselves. And I'm super proud of the fandom. As, as well, you awesome. should be. I mean, the fact that they collectively did something and are making a big difference. It's like, well, you know, we, we've had this. I don't know if you're aware, but the, the Camp Out for Hunger is the yeah. largest single sponsored food drive in, in, the, in the country. And uh, to say it's critical, and oddly enough, Philadelphia is is a poor big city, and 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 food um, insecurity continues to be a problem. Even when the the economy was roaring prior to COVID and all that stuff, it was still hurting. So, but again, you know, people will laud us when really what we do is we simply provide a centralized location, and it's everyone who steps up and donates. And for you, you know, to see this sort of a similar scenario where you create something people love and they're motivated to do an ultimate good, that's got to be an amazing thing. Yeah, and it's kind of exactly what you say. Really just what it is is creating some sort of um, lightning rod where everyone knows where to go. I think a lot of times people, I'm not sure if they don't know how to give or they don't want to, but, the, but I think when they actually go, oh, here's the cause, here's the why, then it's really easy for them to to get on board and, and do something because I think everybody, in a weird way, in their heart, they want to. Well, to the point of suicide, and our, our, our midday guy who's a legend in, in in rock radio, he's he he uses the phrase it's it's a uh, it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem, and it's and the you know the word now more than ever has to get out for that. Um, on on other notes, because you have so much that's going on, you are you're uh, the army of darkness. Uh, Army of the Dead. Army yeah. of the Dead. Excuse me. Uh, I'm, yep. I'm Sam reaming out here yep. for a second. Yep, I'm uh, a big fan uh, too. Yeah. So, so the uh, Army of the Dead, which was shot in uh, partially, at least in uh, Atlantic City, there's going to be a, a prequel uh, 
Yeah, we uh, we shot this. We're shooting right now this prequel called uh, Meanwhile in Germany. That's what it's called right now. And it's literally, we took one of the characters who's this German, uh, the locksmith, the guy who cracks the safe. Right. Uh, his character is sort of his origin story, how he got into safe cracking, you know, some big adventure, European adventure where they have to do this, uh, crack these different safes. And then, you know, he gets involved with this international ring. But meanwhile, you literally see on the news that there is a zombie plague going on in Vegas. <laughs> it's like this weird, it is this weird. Um, That's great. And, 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 and it's so it's so it's uh, you were, I, I was reading an interview with you. You're saying it, it's sort of a genre redefining in a little bit of a way because it's well, it's ocean itself. Is, you mean army? Because basically what my, my feeling about army was I really wanted to take it this no, like, look, I made uh, Dawn of the Dead. So I, I'm a I'm a bit of uh, a, a zombie fan and sort of a genre. You know, I like to make genre films like big genre films. And that reset so, that was reset, that reset it in its own right. You know, the, the, the aggressive, robust zombie. Yeah, I mean, you- so these guys, so I really wanted to take all of that and just put it on crazy steroids because I felt like it would be fun <laughs> to see zombies, Vegas, like <laughs> just as much insanity as possible. Yeah. You know, I think one of the <clears throat> so one of the uh, notions is they're going to, you know, they're in there. The government has decided the only way to get rid of the zombies is to nuke Vegas. <laughs> and so the, the guys have to get in there and get the money, like this hundred million dollars out of this safe underneath the strip in like 72 hours before they nuke the site. And they've got zombies trying to kill them. So it's I love like, it. crazy. Uh, <laughs> Zach, I want to ask you about something. I, I have, uh, I use this kind of a litmus, litmus test, a, a handful of movies that I will ask people about and it determines whether I can hang out with them or not. <laughs> uh, and Watchmen is one of those films. Uh, I, I think it's perfect. I think I, I just loved everything that you did with it. I, I had no qualms with the different ending. I thought it was poetic, actually. I thought it was excellent. I wanted to get your take on uh, the HBO series. Um, and did you get a chance to see it and what your impression was no, of that? I, didn't, I have not watched the entire thing. I'll tell you what, I... Um, I'm uh, part of the reason is like I am, you know, it's pretty close to my, you know, personal um, experience. And so I've been kind of warming up, getting myself ready to watch it. Every one of my close friends that I use as a, um, you know, kind of a like you do, like a litmus test to say, like, okay, they're all like, it's cool. Yeah, I go, really? Oh, yeah, it's cool. And I go, okay, I guess I have to watch. It. Yeah, it takes it takes some interesting uh, direction, and uh, and 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 you got to stay through it. You got got to stay with it to the end. But it's, uh, I thought it was very very well done. But you know, tonally, and and yet another example of this, uh, you know, type of chapter mentality of rolling out a story. I think that works beautifully. I I want to support that as much as possible, like you're doing with Justice League on HBO Max. Uh, I want more out of these experiences, and I don't want to have to wait uh, a year for the, you know, two years for the second movie to come around yeah. when you can knock them out in this particular way. So I'm hoping that it. As much as I like going to the movie theater, and one day we will return to that, that experience is wonderful. I do like uh, having a longer journey and flushing out a story. So hopefully that continues to be, you know, a part of the way movie making goes. Yeah, it's like, you know, there's certain movies that you really want to experience on the big screen. You know, um, uh, like I, I, you know, had to uh, uh, have to 
like a movie like Tenet that you got to see in the theater if you can. Yeah. Um, but, you know, then there's, you know, there are things made specifically for, um, you know, this sort of at home experience. And it's, it's, it's funny how I think, and it's, it's really fitting in a lot of ways that as we get to our custom world where we sort of custom create our sort of entertainment window, we would be able to say like, Oh, this is a, this movie I want to see an IMAX. This yeah. movie I want to see on my phone. You know, it's a it's <laughs> yeah. very but 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 you know, those are different experiences and and I think that it's they're all important and I think we need to support them. Well you can. so you have a number of those. Obviously we have the, the, the uh, and again there was an article I was reading in Forbes talking about how you are basically gonna be the linchpin. I mean HBO Max it, it sort of helped put that on uh uh, you know, on the map a bit, the anticipation and the excitement over that. You have that project. And then concerning the Watchmen, are you also working on, a, on another uh, a Watchmen-related project as well outside of that? We, uh, we no, heard no, rumors. I, no, no, no. I'm not not right now. Okay. I, 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 you know, there was talk uh, back in the day, um, but we've kind of, uh, you know, we're our big push right now. I'm getting ready to go shoot a movie, hopefully as soon as, uh, you know, in the in the spring, at the end of the spring, um, a, you know, a, uh, a a really small movie that I'm going to go shoot down in, in South America. Is that, are you going to know what to do with yourself when you don't have something sprawling? Yeah, after- <laughs> I'm excited. Trust me. You know, yeah. we're, we're friends with... Uh, um, uh, M. I see one more green screen, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but you do it better than anyone. The M. Night, uh, M. Night Shyamalan is, is a friend of the show, and he's, he's been on the show a number of times. And, um, you know, he when he made a like a, a simple little quiet movie like The Visit... You know, you could you could tell you could see he had sort of refound what he initially loves about filmmaking. And do you do you see this as a potential reset for you as well? It is, well, you know, Army. I was the director of photography of Army, and you know, um, and, and so it was a really the thing about Army was you know I was a camera operator, the DP, and the director, and I wrote it. Yeah. So uh, with, with this guy Shay Hatton, because you know, and and that was for me this like way to really replug back into the process. Because you know, the bigger the movies get, the sort of further away from the camera you get. Weirdly, you find like you know, at some at, there were points on Justice League where I'd be like, I think the crew is over there, somewhere. <laughs> you know, in this in this vast soundstage in England. You know, there's a teeny little. You know, they're there. It's a million miles of green screen. And I'm on this TV. I'm on a monitor in a cave with all my <laughs> monitors. And I don't need, I don't, you know, I'm like, okay, guard, oh, let's do it. You know, and like, you know, so it's, it's really it's, refreshing to just get the camera in hand and then go just shoot. If you're just tuning in, it's uh, Zack Snyder who's joining us via Zoom. Casey, you had a question? Well, I wanted to ask you about one of your favorite movies um, because I was uh, reading a list, and you, and your uh, your likes are kind of like all across the board. And one that struck me as um, as interesting because I like it as well is RoboCop, and you love the original yeah. RoboCop movie. And what is it about that movie? And would you ever consider rebooting or maybe bringing that to Netflix or something like that, or HBO Max, I should say? But I'm a huge fan of RoboCop because I am a huge fan of the tone of that movie to me is 100% like crushing because it has this amazing, it does everything. It, it has fun with the genre. It points out poignant aspects of its sort of, you know, the way it talks about the future is very, you know, it's incredibly, it predicts a lot of stuff. But then it also 
is poignant and at times really like super violent and, and arresting. But it, it always has this weird, slightly absurdist, but never, it doesn't crack. You know, yeah. it's, it holds, it stretches its tone, but it doesn't break. And I think it, for that reason, it's just, it, to me, it's one of its masterwork. I love Paul Verhoeven, who's the director. He yeah. also directed Starship Troopers, which is a movie I think is underrated. Uh, and we yeah. quote the line that, well, that's life in the big city all the time from Robocop. Yeah. Because uh, it's, but because it, it has a dark, a dark sensibility to it, but you still, it, you, you leave that movie having, having a great time. You're also working on something involving Norse legend as well, are you not? Oh, yeah. I'm doing these two animated series at um, at Netflix. We we are doing an animated prequel to Army of the Dead that I'm directing a couple of those. Um, and and we worked and I you know sort of came up with the story with Shay and Jay Oliva, who's um, our one of my my animation partner. And then also Netflix contact me about um, how would I feel about a Norse mythology sort of adult. Uh, animated, you know, story, and I said, that "Sounds amazing." Yeah. <laughs> so, so we sat down and we knocked out this crazy story, and it's really fun, and it's going to be just, you know, it's a, it, it's, you know, not for kids. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, okay. Violence and you know, swords and insanity. So, but really fun, and I think really fun to kind of push the limits of animation. And that's kind of what we're, we're up to. Zach, I just finished watching uh, Queen's Gambit last night, and that's another example of uh, taking a story that you can stretch out over seven hours and, and tell in seven different parts. Um, and uh, sort of like uh, Justice League coming to HBO Max, you know, you can you can tell the story in longer form. Any other recommendations that you have for anything that you're watching right now? Or I, I, I've seen that first episode of Queen's Gambit, and I really liked it. I, 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 how, does, how does it – is it – it's it great. Uh, yeah. Anya Taylor-Joy is just incredible, and it's a really cool book and a cool story, uh, but I don't think that they could have told that in a theatrical release. I think they needed seven hours to tell it properly, and so that's why another reason why people should look forward to the Justice League, because when you have the time to tell a story the way that you want to tell it, uh, it becomes different, and, and it doesn't need to get edited down. So I, I, it was my favorite show. Preston recommended it to me. It's my favorite show over the last few months. All right, I'll, I'll check it out. Let's see, what do I got? You know, it's funny, because, like... Uh, I have got these um, two small kids. I have, you know, I have a big family. Yeah. Um, my big kids are, um, you know, in college and they're starting their careers and um, doing their thing out in the world. And then I've got these two little ones. And so, like, my nights are a little bit uh, captured by getting them to bed and getting them on right. So what did you think of Hubie Halloween then? <laughs> <laughs> So I haven't really had a chance to, uh, <laughs> other than editing two movies at the same time, I haven't been uh, really had a chance to check out much. I, I I caught that one. My my daughter fell asleep when I put on Queen's Gambit and was trying to check it out. <laughs> yeah, you're juggling a lot. Uh, just a couple of uh, other questions I have to ask. So when you call back everybody for the for the Justice League and you're gonna you're gonna do the the, the Snyder cut. Props and things, costumes. Uh, I know that the Ben Affleck dons the the Batman costume again. Did that even exist? Did you have to create a new one? No, yeah, we took it from archives. There was, uh, you know, the shot we did had Ben doing something, and so we we needed the cowl, and uh, we did uh, when we when we pulled it out. It, you know, it's been. Um, it seems doesn't seem like this, but I think we were actually photographed the movie four years ago. Wow. Um, so it's, you know, and we talk about Ben Affleck, you know, as Batman, 
and and you literally hadn't put the cowl on for 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 me for four years. Was, so, were there were there some extra COVID pounds he had to adapt to? Yeah, or was it was a little bit of like when he, I think when we pulled out the first one, it kind of just tore apart. It, <laughs> you know, they, that foam doesn't really age well. No, and, no, yeah, yeah. You know, it was all like you know, it smelled weird and everything. You know, it's a lot of sweat <laughs> and uh, stuff is on that thing for just kind of in its little box in archives for four years. It wasn't. Uh, wasn't it crazy? But then the other one was fine, so it was good news. Well, with this uh, with this coming out on HBO Max, um, what are your expectations? Because the um, the the reception of, of Justice League, you know, had its detractors. Steve and I liked it. I mean, I I I, I I'm easy to entertain. You you will love me, Zach. I mean, it's, <laughs> I, I go to a movie. Did I have a good time? That's all. I don't need to overanalyze things. Did I enjoy myself? And, and if I walk out of there saying yes, then you know, mission accomplished. Um, what, what are your expectations? Do you have high expectations well, for this from the from I mean, the audience? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I. When I left the project and um, they finished it without me, um, I never watched the movie. Uh, nice. I've never seen it. No kidding. <laughs> okay. I've no, I'm, I just don't even know what happens in the movie. I, I've been told a lot. And sometimes someone will say, hey, what about, you know, this aspect of the movie? And I'll go, what? Wait, what? <laughs> like, I, I, oh, I, no, okay. That's not, that's not a thing. So for me... My expectation really is pretty simple, and that is to just sort of see to fruition, you know, kind of what I what I started, what I wanted to achieve initially from its inception. And so, yeah, that's my expectation beyond that is just, you know, I want people to have a fun time and sort of see a little bit more of where these guys are headed and, you know, a little bit more about like them all, each one of their there's their arts and sort of how they come together and become this cohesive unit. Have you and and I always wonder about this about you know writers and directors and and the project of a movie. Uh, you you know you 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 create this and then you then you send it out into the world and we wait and we see what happens. Uh, but along the way, sometimes there are uh, there are audiences that test it along the way. You get focus groups and stuff. Has that been yeah. done with this? And do you know no, what the, the feedback cool thing about is? This movie is yeah. No, this is a entirely different process. Um, with this, uh, with my Justice League movie that I'm making right now, it's a completely, um, this is the purest. Okay. Uh, no focus groups. I mean, and I would say, I would say, you know, the director's cut of Batman versus Superman or any of those movies are just, that's the way I sort of intended the movie. And then when you see like the theatrical version, that's, you know, after we show it to an audience and people fill out these cards and then the studio has their notes and then we kind of, kind of try and tighten it up and make it different, you know, a little bit based on confusions and things like that. But weirdly, it seems that the director's cuts are less confusing. So well, and that's, and that's yeah. part of the case. I mean, Batman yeah. v Superman in the extended version. You know, I, I look at the theatrical version as a shorthand version of the of your director's cut, and I think it fleshes it out. I'm very excited about this because you had a vision in mind. It's it's rare, I think, of a lot of times where a director can get go and 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 get what they originally intended to do. There's so much more of the story. You're dealing with these legendary characters. And it, and it sort of seemed like a thumbnail sketch. It's, you know, in, 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 a lot was passed over quickly in Justice League. And it seemed like, wow, what, what, are, we, what are we running for? You know, this isn't, uh, you know, there was some stuff that was clearly you in there. And I know, you know, your, your level, you're a fanboy yourself. So there's, there's a lot of stuff that, that's a love letter to the fans. And you can see visually. But there's also 
it's like it, it, it definitely seems a lot, a lot more rushed. So to let it breathe. And I don't I, I want you to give away, but I know you can't give away. We're going to see some characters that here before, like, for example, Darkseed is, is more of a, uh, a, a, a prominent um, element in this and doesn't even appear in Justice League. So so yeah, uh, the, the movie uh, Dark Darkseid is very much Darkseid. Uh, yeah. Yeah, is very much uh, the 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 puppet master. Well, he's he's definitely Steppenwolf is is certainly the the probing force um, for what would be a massive invasion okay. uh, by you know by the forces of apocalypse, and so that's kind of the you know that's that's what they're trying to stop from happening. Excellent. You know, they, the, when, the, when the mother boxes when the mother boxes synchronize, you know. It's meant to scorch the earth and then sort of prime it for this apocalyptic remake of Earth. And that's what, uh, that, frankly, what Darkseid has done all over the galaxy. He just goes from place to place and just, he's looking for something, this thing called the anti-life equation, which uh, is super dorky, and I don't mean to be such a dork. But, <laughs> no, no, it's uh, okay, because Kathy, our traffic guy, was saying the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, she just hasn't piped up yet during the conversation. Yeah, she, yeah. yeah. No. I have so much to say on this topic. Saying like, uh huh, uh, absolutely. Life equation. That's insanity. Yeah. I'm just gonna let you say it. Yeah. 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 You were still your phone. You were doing it with your eyes. I know this is a Zoom. I just see it. You knew. You knew I was with you. She has a son. You know, she has a vested interest. Once I start talking about the armies of apocalypse, I saw you perk up and go like, wait, what? Wait a second. Yeah. Wait. Are we gonna? To see to oh <laughs> You saw me. You saw how excited yeah, I, got. I saw that. Good. Saw I'm that. glad though. Even though I didn't I'm glad okay. you can, you can see it. Your geek flag fly here. It's totally fine. Uh, I, I want to mention. We, no, we, we, we touched on the suicide prevention. I just wanted to name the organization that the that the Snyder fans have have uh, uh, decided to contribute to. It's the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Uh, and if you can contribute to that, I know we're asking for a lot right now. But you know, listen, uh, I, I was just reading a, a statistic that says, given the uh, the current situation that we're in right now in America and the world in general. Um, that um, charitable donations are actually up. I know, uh, and that is such a promising thing to hear. Uh, so that's, a, that's really amazing. Yeah. And so guys, the work that you're doing, you know, is unbelievable. And I am going to encourage everybody. I'm going to go post right now that you know what this this food drive is super important, and you got to like you know these guys year tirelessly year after year have been just doing this amazing work and it's it's really great stuff That's thank awesome. you man. we thank appreciate you. it well we're excited and uh when when is uh the when is it coming out on hbo max when's the official uh, just it's gonna be uh we haven't announced the exact date Not but exact. it's gonna be uh it's gonna be next year um uh but but Hopefully early in the year. So and today, a, a, a trailer, right? A redone trailer? Are we today is, uh, I, what happened was the uh, trailer, the Hallelujah trailer that I released uh, just a little while ago, they hadn't gotten the music rights completely squared away, so they had to take it down. And so I'm putting it back up today, and I'm doing this little trailer pull-through, shot by shot, this live stream on Vero, which is the social media platform that I that I'm on. It's called Vero. It's at the App Store if you want to download it. But the um, but I'm gonna. There's a couple new shots that I put in just to the Okay, nice, nice. Same music, little, uh, or did you get? Uh, did you use different music that you didn't get permission for? No, they they. It was just a, literally a technicality. They had forgot. 
like I was saying, I think there's I's and T's, and they got mixed up. They dotted one and crossed the other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All the so you, you replaced it with the locomotion instead. <laughs> <laughs> Which was, again, you know, but it was that weird slow acapella version. Right. Of, you know, the trailers. Yeah. Come on, everybody. You know, like that. <laughs> it's much more dour. Yeah. 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 yeah it's, it's like cool. It's like, whoa, uh, that's crazy. It's so, like, intense. When you're, uh, well, as soon as we're wait, done with this, I'm going to go find it. Where's Zach going with this? It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, Zach, we, we appreciate the support, and we appreciate the entertainment that you've given us and will continue to give us uh, for, for the past few years and next several. So thanks a bunch, and it's great to catch up with you, man. Of course, of course. I can't wait till uh, I'm back out in South Jersey, and I'll, uh, I'd will i love to stop by in, in person. Awesome. You're always welcome, yeah. Zach Snyder, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, thanks guys. Excellent. We appreciate it, man. Wow. Woo. Cheers. That was very, very cool. Cheers, man, man. All Great right, guy. so yeah. uh, what do we do now? Uh, we have to take a break. We, we do have to take a break. Okay. Another heavy hitter coming on the All right, uh, you know what? Thank you. Right. Take yeah, care, cheers. man. All right, we'll take You're a break, here. and we'll be right back. Camp Out for Hunger on 93.3 WMMR. Stay with us. Didn't catch Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger live broadcast? Not to worry. Get the podcast at WMMR.com. Before the lawyers make us destroy the evidence. <laughs> Again? What do they do now? You know, in the best of conditions, we would have uh, a larger tent filled with hundreds of people, and a lot of those people would be getting massages as yes. well. If you recall, yep. we treat we treat our listeners and people to contribute to this event like uh, like royalty. Oh, because they are. When we have the opportunity yes. to. And normally that would be taking place, so we don't have that, but we do have the CEO of the group that normally does all of that handiwork. See what I did there? Hey! The president of Hand and Stone is here with us. Please welcome uh, Mr. Todd Left to the yeah. program. Hey. How you doing, Todd? Great, great, great to be here again. How often do you get massages yourself? Um... You know, I try to go, you know, like once a month, um, but I, I don't know. You I'm need not, it more often than I, that. Come I, on, man. You hey, own the company. It, hey, all the stress. But you know what? It's like the guy who owns a bakery never gets to eat the bakery. True. Food, so I, I, it's part of the deal. Absolutely. Yeah. Good point. We love our, our long uh, relationship that we have had with uh, Hand and Stone. And, yeah, normally we're, we're having shiatsu massages and stuff like that. Uh, how's your industry been holding up considering? You know, all, considering all things considered, we're, we're actually back open in all 480 locations across the U.S. and Canada. So Excellent. that's that's a big positive for us today. Um, and, you know, we're coming back. The consumer's back. Um, we're, we're basically back to doing as many services as we did the same time you, last year. You know Good. what? Honestly, again, it is. And my wife thinks of it as a medicinal necessity. And in a time we were just talking about, you know, the people's stress and so on and so forth. If it's if you're not the stress levels are through the roof with so many people. Right. You know, and, and, and we said, people, the misconception that this is some sort of pampering thing. No, it is actually good for your health to get de-stressed, to get things worked out. Uh, it does make a difference. So that's I, I had no doubt that people yeah. are coming to you in, in throngs. Yeah, this is not a bad time to be in the de-stressing business. <laughs> right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, I, right. I mean, you know, we... We couldn't create any more stress, right? It, right. It, today, but there is a tangible result to a to a an, an actual 
properly executed massage, and there's various types, but it does make a difference. My wife swears by them. She's had a, an improvement in her quality of life and just feeling better. You, you know, g- getting through a night's sleep is, is important, and sometimes she'll have issues, and it can help alleviate that. Absolutely. We have, the, we have this uh, new one, the percussive therapy. I'll ask your wife to try that one out, which is a, with a Theragun um, handheld device. Oh, my gosh. Really? Yes. Yeah, this is intense on certain areas, getting the knots out. So yep. um, ask her uh, I'll try that one ask. next time she goes in. Yep. Have you had it, Preston? I have, and it's wild because, you know, they could be working on your arm, and you'll feel it, you know, like down in your kidney or something <laughs> Really? Like yeah, it's it's all over the place. It's, uh, it's really cool, and it targets very specific uh, spots. So they use it like um, – Professional athletes get those treatments done regularly. Exactly. Golfers, professional yeah. athletes. That's where it started. And then we brought it into, into our spa setting. So yeah. It's oh, cool. man. They got, you know, hot, hot stone massage, scrubs. Everything. I, I can tell you, over 50 locations in our area. In fact, there's a buy one, get one sale going on right now for gift cards, right? Absolutely. How so about that? This, this is it. This is our big, you know, time of the year. We only run this special kind of Black Friday week. And uh, this year... Really being sensitive to, you know, people not maybe not wanting to come in. We, we have, you know, e-delivery of the gift cards. You, you can yeah. curbside pickup. We will uh, we'll ship it out to grandma's house in a, in a beautifully wrapped box. So we, we want to make it easy. But this, you know, next week only is the buy one, get one. Okay. All right. And as I said, Hand and Stone normally donating. Their, or their therapists come here and they donate their time to... Uh, help out our listeners who are donating food and, and all that. But obviously things are different this year. But you do have a donation to make, right? We we do. So this year, um, through the efforts of our you know area, Delaware Valley, the entire Delaware Valley uh, franchisee base, uh, we're donating 11,500 pounds. It's almost six tons of yeah. food. Wow. To wow. The, uh, to the That's efforts. awesome. And so the franchisees raised all this. Yeah, and so all came through the Delaware Valley. We have 57 locations in the in the area. So this. By the way, our audience place. stops right yes, when we, we put our hands. They, they go quiet like that. It's amazing how this you control. have them trained. Yes. Yeah, same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's that's, that's impressive. I've been I've been with a meeting with the franchisees before uh, to to talk with them. So I've seen how uh, passionate everybody is about their um, their uh, uh, spas and uh, and so the fact that they get together and do all this as on mass, it's very impressive. We appreciate it. Yeah, this is this is a great group, and and thank you guys for doing this. This is why you know local radio is so important, right? I mean, to to have the community come together and do things like this for our spas to have an outlet to do this. So it makes a and, difference. Yeah, and, and again, for that also to, to see, and again to incite people to come down and. And, and because, again, you can come down safely, as you see. You're seeing yeah. the setup here. I, we couldn't. It's absolutely flawless. You come down, make a donation, feel good, or make a donation online. And, uh, again, thanks for all you do, and, and your donation means the world. Thank you. And uh, the lady was wonderful who drove up with her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. She's excited. I love yeah. the passion. I love Excellent. the passion. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Todd Left Guy, CEO, yeah. president of Hand and Stone Massage. Hand and all right, so we are scheduled to have Tom Papa, but we don't have a hookup with him as of yet. So I might have overslept. We're not uh, really sure. That's all good. Should we do the bizarre file? Yes. Okay, uh, Jason, if you have that ready, we could indeed <laughs> do it. <laughs> WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre file. All right, brought to you by Cinch Propane Home Delivery Service. Uh, they bring propane right to your doorstep. Visit cinch.com to place your order. Let's start with this. An environmental truck 
meaning a trash truck, um, exploded while I was picking up trash at a home. And according to the fire chief, John Leroy, he said, the biggest thing with chemicals is when you mix them, you never know what's going to happen. That's true. And he said, that is unfortunately what happened when multiple chemicals were mixed together. We had... We had some sort of a reaction that nearly injured two firefighters. A homeowner, a homeowner had conducted a deep clean and unknowing, and unknowingly set off an atom bomb. No, unknowingly dumped all her teenage son's chemicals that he used to make fireworks in. Oh, my God. And once the mix was put into the garbage truck, it exploded and... Trash flew everywhere. Uh, the fire... The fire... The fire department quarantined the truck until they could figure out what was in the chemical mix. They don't know as of yet, but it was nasty. All right. Uh, let's start with this. Wait a second. What? Look at the beautiful image of Kathy. Oh, my God. Sorry. I'm, I know. The no, sun. No, the I was sun thinking is, the same thing. It's like, I'm I'm no longer with you on Earth. It's it's very ethereal. Kathy Somebody is on get our... a picture. She's on our monitors here in the studio. Yeah, Marissa, can you take a, uh, a picture of Kathy and the way that the light is coming in through her window... It looks like she is uh, in heaven. It looks like a, a painting from the, from the like, Renaissance or something like that. You know, she's got like the angelic hue behind like her. It's beautiful, isn't it, Nick? Well, Nick, you know uh, the Renaissance woman always wore tie-dye sweatshirts. Yes, mm-hmm. that too. Of course. I'm Michelangelo. with Jesus now in heaven. All right, uh, here. <laughs> Please, touch the hem of my sweater and you shall be healed. And there she goes. Goodbye. To the nether. All right, and I have to do the bizarre file. Okay, please. Sorry. Okay, so. uh, Sorry. New. Did you just say that? Jeez. New Kim. That is the name. New Kim is a wealthy Chinese pigeon. uh, And actually, she's not the wealthy one. The owner is. A Chinese pigeon racing fan put down a record price of $1.9 million. On a pigeon? For the Belgian bred bird, saying a lot more than merely what kind of money can be made in the once quaint sport, which seemed destined to decline only a few years back. During a frantic last half hour Sunday at the end of a two-week auction at the Pippa Pigeon Center, two Chinese bidders operating under the pseudonyms Super Duper and Hitman drove the price uh, drove up the price by $325,000, leaving the previous record that Belgian bred Armando had fetched last year well behind by $406,000. That Armando is a cad. Super Duper got the hen, and behind the pseudonym is said to be the same wealthy Chinese industrialist who already had Armando, allowing for breeding with the two expensive birds. So top-performing pigeons can yield up to a, a million dollars plus? Almost two million. That's crazy. Only a decade Did ago. Did they taste that good? Only a decade ago, the record price for a pigeon stood at one-tenth of New Kim's price. And the current price of gold stands at about $30,350 per pound, so it's way more than that. Meet the new Kim, same as the old Kim. With the rise of business wealth in China came also conspicuous consumption and a new venue for gambling. Somehow, pigeons fit that bill. China often features one-loft racing where pigeons all get used to one coop for months 
and then they're released many hundreds of miles away to make their way back to their unique set with their unique sense of orientation and special speed training. Prize pots can reach into the tens of millions of dollars. I had no idea this was this big a, a lucrative sport. Neither did I. Now, China's where they race them, but for breeding, though, there's no place like Belgium. That's apparently oh. where they breed them great. Well, that's my grandmother. Used to say. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, $1.9 million for a freaking pigeon. I, I freaking pigeon? One more. <laughs> freaking pigeons. One last story. Yeah. Kathy's, uh, her sunlight went away. I know. that. I'm oh. glad we captured it while we had it. A bust of the ancient god Hermes in good condition was discovered in central Athens during sewage work. (laughs) The Greek culture ministry said that the head, one of many that served as street markers in ancient Athens, was found Friday. It appears to be from around 300 B.C. And they found it in the sewer, dude. Yeah. So why did they keep their cherished possessions in the sewer, Preston? It depicts Hermes as a mature at a mature age in contrast to his usual depictions as youthful. Uh, the head is in the style of famed Greek sculpture Alcamenes, who flourished in the second half of 5th century B.C., the minister said. Um, after serving as a street marker, the head at some point had been built into the wall what are of, a drainage, with his head? of a drainage duct. But it's from 300 B.C. That's pretty wild. It's funny because you'll go around in Philadelphia here and obviously we have that. Oh, that was, you know, 1730. Yeah. yeah. You know, this is hundreds of years before the birth of Christ. Yep. All right. And that's what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right. We are taking a break. Uh, wait, real quick. Huh? Um, what? What? I got to make sure this hour sponsor. Yes. I need to mention this. Pepsi. Official soft drink of the president, Steve Camp, out for hunger and Pepsi is teaming up with WMMR to fight hunger in the Delaware Valley this holiday season by supporting and donating to the Camp Out benefiting Phil Abundance. Uh, so Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger, fueled by Pepsi. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in just a moment. We got more guests on the way, so stay with us. We will return in just a few secs. That's seconds on 93.3 WMMR. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Steven Singer Jewelers has the best guarantee in the business with a full 100-day, 100% money-back guarantee, plus fast, free, and safe shipping. I hate Stevensinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. A different camp out for hunger this year. Not hundreds of people in a tent. But that's okay. We have still the facilities for you to come by and drop off your donations this morning. And uh, you can certainly do that. You can do it online as well. We're going to make it safe no matter what. If you do come down here, it is uh, the sun is honestly for, it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get out of the house or do something and drop on off, by the way, please remember, this is the only place you can get the calendar poster. It's the only place. Mentioning that, and I keep forgetting it, Steve. Good point. It is the only place you can get it, and it's free just uh, for a donation. So please uh, come by. Did we? We did our last traffic, didn't we? We're done with that. Yes, we did. Okay. All right, we're finished. Good, because we can welcome our next guest. Uh, He is always an inspiring gentleman to chat with, and we've had him in the studio on a few occasions, and uh, he's joining us uh, via Zoom, which seems to be working out great. It is. Uh, We've had a lot of great guests so far this morning, so let's see how... This one goes, and uh, you know him from American Ninja Warrior. Please welcome Akbar Gabajabi Amila. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, it's good to see you guys again. Um, uh, I will say, though, it is a little awkward in that you guys are saying that you don't want me over there now because you can get me via Zoom. 
I, I enjoyed my time coming over to you guys. <laughs> no, I made no, no. that clear that we didn't want you here. Yeah. Uh, and... I mean, you said, yeah, this is great. You said, this is great. We can get people in via Zoom now. So, meaning you really didn't want me over there in the first place. No, the, the conversation Secret went down, and it was like, oh, the, the guy with the name. And I'm yeah. like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, and we said, no, no. It's intimidating. Uh, it's intimidating to have me in studio and then mess up my name. And then you're like, God, did we say it right? Is he going to get mad? And now you can do it from a distance and yes we can blame it on a glitch if it doesn't sound right <laughs> that's right <laughs> we, we, <laughs> uh no but listen it's it's good to see you again uh thanks for coming on this morning we appreciate it um and and yes given our druthers we we would rather have you here live because part of what we do for this uh this food drive is uh to draw people in over the years as we would have this big live event where all that you know we had grab as many guests as we can people come down we give away we have uh you know uh we serve breakfast and we give away you know tchotchkes and stuff like that um obviously it's not different but we wanted uh, and most charity events are going the 100 percent virtual route which is totally understandable um but we wanted to have the same spirit of the event and that's why we are here broadcasting live even if the majority of people can't come by and be a part of it uh we want to do to keep that uh part of it alive so you know we're doing what we can and uh well, and first off, and, and, and let me just give a kudos to you guys too being able to kind of navigate around obviously the circumstances that we're all in and to be able to still have the mindset of being able to have something like this as a camp out um you know i think about even too with the holidays around the corner you know and you've got the hungry, and then you've got people who, you know, won't maybe be able to have the meals out there. So I think you guys being able to use your resources to collect all of this um, is pretty cool. you got to give me the website so I can contribute. I won't be able to drop anything off, but I can drop off some cash virtually or however Ooh. that's done. Well, there's okay. a couple of different ways. All the information's up on PrestonSteve.com. But if you purchase any okay. groceries at Acme at the point of purchase when you use a credit card, a little notification will come up, and this is actually what's been happening for a while, and you can make a donation right there. But, again, all the information is on PrestonAndSteve.com. Oh, okay, cool. Thanks for letting yeah. me know that. And I can do that here in California. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. yeah as yep. a matter of fact, for oh. anybody that's watching this right now on our YouTube channel, there's a there's a link at the bottom of the screen. It's just WMMR.com slash campout. So. so we'll make sure you yep. get you have that uh, Akbar, which is cool. Hey, that's dope. I was very happy to hear that we didn't uh, see your name in the news for pulling a Steve Harvey and uh, announcing the wrong winner for the Miss USA pageant, teen pageant, which you just hosted. <laughs> So nice yes, job. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I will tell you, I was super nervous. Obviously, Steve Harvey, I mean, will own that spot forever. But uh, every time I would be looking at my note card. So if you watched Miss USA, which was an amazing event, uh, I was super happy to be hosting that for the very first time. And I, I was constantly looking at my card. And, you know, they have that dramatic pause. Yes. And the fifth runner up. And I was like this. I wasn't pausing to be dramatic. I was pausing to be correct. I was like, <laughs> let me just make sure I got this right. It is. <laughs> yeah, you should have should have paused and said, "La La Land." <laughs> nice. Yeah, but you know what? I will say this though. I, I had a tremendous amount of respect for all of the contestants and the pageant that that were in the pageant because I didn't realize until I was actually in the room how intense. It is. I mean, from being able to have to answer the question on like on the fly in front of everybody 
Um, and you think, you know, you prepare all this time, you prepare all this time, but nerves really get you. And I can feel that as an athlete, you know, you can see that you can feel when someone's tense or I can look at body language and right. I'm, I'm looking at the eyes. And, you know, there was one pageant that uh, or contestant that kind of messed up and could, was trying to get herself out of it and you know was trying it's just it's so hard I and mean, i was like man i didn't realize i was getting nervous for them and you just think from watching it on tv it's just like oh you just kind of go out there and just kind of it's pretty intense well, they've, they've they've worked for it at that point in time when you do find yourself getting flustered you've seen pageant people now up close doing it with the best thing to do would be to just drop an f-bomb and hope you can distract them with that <laughs> Yeah, right. right. Yeah, just, just, yeah. Yeah, just totally throw them off course because they sometimes they, there was a clip that was circulating about a, a young lady who had was, went off about maps and, and uh, so, oh, yeah. so forth. It became a classic meme. And at a certain point, they I think the inclination is to keep prattling on when they should just yeah. cut it short. Uh, right, yeah, right, right. Just yeah, stop. Yeah. Just stop. Just walk off. Yeah. I'm done and, with this. And I'll also, add, I'll also add I tried that um, that little that 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 pageant walk thing did you i thought that i can't do it <laughs> i can't do it i don't know if i have bad hips but you know how when they walk and they go side to side yeah. side to that thing and i thought oh, okay you know I'll, I'll try it i'm man enough i you know i feel comfortable who i am i'm gonna try this thing because I, I wonder how the because god didn't design our hips to no. go like that and i was trying i yeah. couldn't get it I couldn't get it. I mean, I can do the karaoke. I can do. I can do all these athletic movements. I couldn't do that one. We should have come out doing the worm. That would have been cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. So, uh, American Ninja Warrior uh, had a new champion recently. Uh, Daniel Gill, is that correct? Yeah, Daniel Gill, super, super excited to see him win. You know, he came so close last year, and for him to come in this special season to be able to win it, I thought was great to be able to have that focus. Some people never really recover after losing, you know, in the previous year, but for him to keep that consistency on and also to to be able to train during the pandemic it was very hard for a lot of the competitors to be able to stay focused stay trained a lot of the gyms were closed and uh i was super excited for him i mean with no fans it was a weird season uh to say the least but uh those ninjas they they really did bring the energy um, what were your thoughts on the guy who uh, who <laughs> was mourning the loss of his dog, and that was his driving force uh, for uh, American? But Rodriguez. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. You know. Look, I, I, I've got two pets of my own. I get it. And and for Flip Rodriguez, that really was. You know, he had gone through so much. If you follow the, you know, the the, the arc of his story and his life, you know, he had gone through so much. He had come out publicly about some of the abuse that he had kind of suffered. You know, as a child, and so his dog was really you know his companion it was really you know somebody who was there for emotional um support and so for him to lose it it was a major breakdown and look he's one of our superstars on american ninja war and i think it was uncharacteristic people didn't uh, see or expect that type of emotion from uh, flip rodriguez but i, I mean it it, it it stunned me because that dog was everywhere behind the scenes that dog was always on set so it almost became like a family member all right you were able to frame that a little bit better yeah because totally. my, yeah because I'm looking at it, I'm like, just go get go get another dog. Rescue another dog. Go get another dog. That dog will probably love you just as much as the other one. Yeah, um, there was much yeah, more to that story we didn't know. There was. I mean, but to, to the casual viewer, it might be a period. Here's a guy who lost all the charge on his cell phone. And that's what. Uh, he, 
you know, but but there's a lot more to the story than than we're. All the charge on his cell phone. Well, we've all been there. We've all been there. And so I'm running for my cell phone, which has no power. Um, (laughs) Let me ask you. So. It's a bit more touching. It's a bit that. more touching when hey, you say I'm it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. That would be a great little uh, Saturday Night Live yes. uh, skit. Yep. <laughs> you know, like, I lost my charge on my phone, and uh, I just was never I, able to recover. I, I don't know what calls I'm missing. Um, but there, there are there are crossroad gyms and stuff. You said the, gym, the gyms have been closed, and people have been, have, have been uh, you know, coming up with different ways. But are there specifically, to your knowledge, like uh, 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 American ninja focused uh, gyms that actually specialize because the people who commit to this almost have to commit to it as if it's their profession. You know, well, yeah, in the beginning, in the beginning, there weren't that many ninja gyms. But now, I mean, there's a ninja gym in Philadelphia. There's their ninja gyms within at least an hour of a major city, major area. They've been growing and growing. I think that has a lot to do with just, you know, the 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 attention to the show, the way that people want to continue to train. And so now what you're seeing are we're seeing these ninjas kind of evolve, which is kind of crazy, because I think back four, five, six years ago, you know, Ninja Warrior was still kind of rising up on the yeah. scene. And, and then it hit this explosion factor and everybody's just like, whoa, but that's when the ninja gym started to grow. But these ninjas take it very seriously. They're training year round. They get one opportunity, 364 days, you know, they have to wait until get to get another opportunity to be able to run the show. Um, as soon as the season's over, those ninjas are right back in the gym because they never know what we're going to throw at them. So they're constantly trying to refine their abilities to, to be able to conquer the course. You should have a piece of something like that. You've got, I I mean, you've got the association with the show. There should be a whole line of gyms that you have a piece of. I'm just throwing it out Well, there. there's a ninja gym just down the street from me. I mean, and, you know, I mean, it's been closed right now, but yeah. Yeah, there's a ninja gym down the street from me. Hey, uh, Akbar, did they get, speaking of, you know, you, they don't know what they're going to train for and get thrown at them. Do they get trial runs through those things before the actual no. competition? None at all. But but they no. can they watch the competitor go before them to get an idea of how, what their strategy yeah. might be? Yeah, they can. Now, that, that's the tricky part because, um, especially during a normal season, outside this year, we had, they couldn't watch because everyone had to be quarantined. You're only able to have two or uh, two other competitors on the sideline, which they kind of competed in groups right. and, or, or teams. The other ones, they could not watch, so they were far away. Um, but in an ideal season, the, they're like they're going from 9 p.m. till 6 a.m. So you may not want to watch what the other competitors are going to do because you got to get some rest. Right. So, you know what I mean? So, so it's, it's, like, it's pretty challenging. If they're swinging from from like if they're doing the rings and they're swinging from one to the other, I, I know now that they have to grab a Clorox wipe and clean off the one that they've just <laughs> left. Right. With their with their one hand. Keep it safe. To well, keep everything safe. No, no, no. And right. That's got to well, add time to the we, clock. We, well, this year, instead of having 700-plus competitors, we only had 150 during the special season because we had to make up for the time. So after every single run, there was a huge uh, downtime because they had to go by and they had to clean up, uh, you know, the clean up aisle one, two, three, four, and five. Yeah. You know, they like to keep going through. Uh, and now, I'd, I'd be lying, though, when, you know, those downtime can kind of take away from the energy. So, you know, you're like, um, is this guy going to fall so they can hurry up and clean just this one <laughs> obstacle? But if a guy goes through six obstacles, they got to clean six obstacles. That's a long oh, time yeah. in between. So how, how much time did that add to the average production of an episode? 
Oh, boy. Uh, it, well, look, we, we reduced the amount of time, but um, so you didn't really, excuse me, we reduced the amount of competitors, so we didn't really feel the time, but okay. there was a lot of time just to clean the obstacles. Right. But when you go from 700 plus to 150, that's how much time we had to make up was in the wow. competitors. Maybe you could shoot another uh, show at the same time and call it American Ninja Cleanup, and you have people try and run through the obstacles yes! with cleaning machines. Yes, that's yeah. a great idea. Well, just think, but, but just think about the... The, the the guys who have to go out and clean it, they have to ju- be just as skilled to be yeah. able to go through, wipe that one down, come through, wipe that other one. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Akbar, you know, we, we, uh, you're such an inspirational guy. You, you always have some really positive things to say uh, anytime that we've had a chance to talk to you. Obviously, uh, 2020 has sucked. I mean, I just uh, that's, it's been difficult on a number of levels. A, a variety of things, and it seems like one thing after another, you know, as the old phrase goes, the hits just keep on coming. Yeah. What have you been doing uh, to keep a positive attitude, and what can you share with people that might inspire them? Well, I think, first off, uh, and I think we're all, we're really all kind of traveling through this and trying to navigate through all of it. You know, I I think about, you know, for me personally, just to make it personal, you know, I I think about the loss of my teammate Um, as a huge Lakers fan. I think about the loss of Kobe Bryant, then the loss of my brother. Um, And then obviously, you know, financially, you know, shows have been cut and, you know, episodes and people you know uh, mortgages and all this other kind of stuff people are all kind of going through it and I'm, I'm i'm no different than anyone else uh going through the same thing and i think the one thing that I, i've really said or stayed you know really steady in is that in my faith in god um, being able to pray and also knowing and being feeling comfort that tough times don't last um and you know and it feels like 2020 it just keeps going i mean here we are in november and it still feels like it's just I mean, getting stronger and stronger. Right. Um, but the one thing I've done to take my attention away from is, A, I've minimized the amount of news I watch because you'll sit there oh, and God. feel like the world's coming to an end. And then I picked up new skill sets. Um, so, one, I've become a barista. Um, I have my own espresso <laughs> machine. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I have my own espresso machine. All right. I've, and, got, I've and, got an espresso. I'm sorry to jump in here, and I want to get to your other yeah. things, but I've got an espresso machine, and I've tried really hard to make that rose, you know, at the top there with the uh, I, I oh, can't, you're with talking the about the latte art? The, the, the latte, latte art. art. It's not the phone. Yeah. That's that's a cappuccino. But getting the latte, I, I can't. I tried. I can't, I can't. No, no, no. I've tried, and what I've heard is that it's in the – so I don't drink milk, so I go oat milk. And so for me, it's the, so you should be, if you can't do it with regular milk, then you, it, that's There's your no problem. Hope. You're a latte right. bum. Yeah, right. you're a latte bum. But I have a problem because the, the oat milk doesn't work like the, like the milk. So okay. anyways, I, I, I've been, I've been really at it. I mean, I get, I mean, amazing. La Colombe. Uh, you guys from Michigan? Yeah, uh, they're here in Philadelphia. Yeah, we know Carmichael. Yeah, yeah he's, he, he's, yeah, Todd Mark, Carmichael. Yeah, he's, he sends me a bunch of coffee. Yeah, I've known him for years. Yeah. I, yeah, oh, yeah, he's an yeah. amazing dude. But let me say something. When you become a coffee snob, you realize just how elite his coffee beans are compared to any of those other coffees out there. So we don't. We only have one out here in California, and it's in Beverly Hills. So I have my stuff shipped to the house. I get it freshly roasted. Let me tell you something. When it comes down to coffee, you don't want to mess with me. So I've become a barista, and I've also become a handyman around the house. It was before it was a shame because my father was a plumber and a handyman. I couldn't. I couldn't work a Phillips screwdriver. Now I'm screwdriving stuff and, and hammering stuff. Wow! Um, on, on things yeah, that actually yeah. need to be fixed, or are you just screwing up your walls? 
No, 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 no. I'm, I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> okay. I'm really, really good at it now. Like, my wife now trusts me to do things around the house. Really? Before, yeah, she didn't trust me at all. But I think, you know, to, to be serious, though, it has allowed me to kind of take a lot of the focus off of the, the negatives in my life. Right. And has allowed me to kind of invest in more of opportunity to grow. So when there's downtime, take that time and opportunity to really invest in yourself. And it's the one thing. Sometimes you can just be on the go, 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 go. And you, you forget how to grow because you're, you've got work, you've got family, you've got kids, you know, all this other stuff that's happening in front of you. You've got all this turmoil in front of you. And you can be so focused on that. And so I've just taken my attention and focused it. Uh, partly on growing in new areas. And you know what? Maybe that, that's a good idea because you, you took on something that you really had no – I'm talking about being more of a handyman. You didn't really have a general interest in that. You didn't want, You didn't desire to do that. But oh. it's kind of like food. You know, if, if there's something you thought you hated and then you grow years later and you try it again, you're like, oh, my God, I like this. Uh, it might yeah. be worth diving into something that, that you don't think you have an interest in. You might just have a neck for it and not know it, you know? And also, yeah, what you yeah, said, yeah. a sage piece of advice, honestly, and I know it runs contrary to people. Everyone wants to be tuned in and tune away from the news. Take a break from it. Realize yep. that the news a lot of times is driven. The news, is they, they rely on entertainment, their, their ratings, I should say. And so they want to make everything a little touch more hyperbolic you know and so you'll you, if you if you just absorb it constantly you're going to be scared crapless and you're not going to want to do anything when you take a break and even disconnect from social media what a difference yeah you know it's funny if you watch the news just watch it for three days i'm gonna call it the news challenge and i almost guarantee you they start the top of the show Every single day, the same way we bring you breaking news, yeah. you know, coronavirus spike and even the inflection. Is, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, you live in that and you go like, wow, like it is yeah. way too much. Right. Like, stop it. Um, and the last thing I want to do, too, by the way, this is a secret. So don't tell my father. I want to learn my native language of Yoruba. Um, wow. So my father and my mother are from Nigeria. And uh, I want to do it to surprise my dad. So. Uh, I'm hoping to just be able to pick up the phone and he tried to teach us when we were younger, but you know, life happened and, you know, he's trying to provide for seven kids. And so that never really happened early. And then it just kind of faded off, but I want to learn Yoruba and then just pick up the phone and just start talking to him and just throw him off. Like, hold on, who is this? Wow. Oh, this is me. What's what's your command level like now? Uh, basics, basics like the hello, bye, right. you know, sit down, you know, I'm hungry, you know, that that kind of thing. It's so super basic. Uh, well, you, if anyone can do it, it could be you. I just read an inspiring book about a guy who lost the charge on his phone. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. okay. That'll drive it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, if he can do it, you right. can do it. <laughs> Well, listen, Akbar, we, we appreciate you, uh, you know, sitting down with us today. And I want to remind people that, uh, you know, uh, Akbar does have a book. It's called Everyone Can Be a Ninja. And, like, it's such an inspiring guy. Yes. You can learn a lot. Can, can I show my book here? Yes. Uh, please. You, you got to hear Everyone Can Be a Ninja. And in Chapter Not 10. Not everyone can look like actually, that, though, man. <laughs> it, it, it actually talks about me overcoming this major obstacle in my life. It's uh, the day that I lost the charge in my phone. Oh. I was headed to <laughs> what chapter is <laughs> 
That's chapter 11? Chapter 10. Nice. I'm going to steal that. I'm going to use that on social. Okay. Please do. Well, we appreciate you coming on and helping promote the cause. And and we thank you for, you know, you said you're going to make a donation. So that's that's greatly appreciated. Hold on. Give me that website right now. So when I get off, I don't forget. What is it? Give it to me. You go to WMMR.com. That is our radio station's website. And you'll see a banner for Camp Out for Hunger and click on that and you will be able to find all the links to it. And Akbar, Alexi has all the information for you. Okay, I got my wallet right now. I'm going to it. (laughs) Good man. Thank you. Akbar, great to talk to you. Thanks for coming on this morning, man. Take care. Yes. Akbar, so cool. Zoom's working out, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You yeah. can bring the, uh, the level down on that uh, because I think, are we going to do trash and lesson question music yeah, news? Yeah, we're going to break and then we'll come back with that. Okay, we're going to we're gonna have to take a break and come back with that stuff. So we will return in just a moment and I think will next break be our wrap-up break too? My or? God, I, I've, lost, I've completely I lost track. I think so because we did Bizarre File <laughs> on the last break. Uh, we'll take a break and we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll do it all next. Stay with us. We'll be back. Camp Out for Hunger on MMR. Glad you asked. Corey Taylor. Larkin Poe. Chris Stapleton. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Walked outside. Headed over to the latrine. Uh, it is beautiful out right now. It really is. The sun has come out. Uh, it's very enjoyable. It's a fantastic day. It would be wonderful to see you swing by here uh, in the Wells Fargo Center parking lot and right across from Xfinity Live at our tent, and you can uh, drop off your non-perishable food donation. Our volunteers will take it right out of your trunk for you. It's called a trunk-to-truck, no-touch, contactless way to donate if you would like to do that in per- person. Now, we do it till 7 o'clock each night, uh, and this goes through Friday till about the end of our show. Uh, and then we will wrap things up. And it's going to be a different kind of wrap-up this year, you know? I mean, oh, it's absolutely, not, yeah. We don't have the big confetti, explosions, bands, fanfares, and so on, but we are... Uh, expecting uh, to have a great time yeah. while we're here, no question, and try to uh, stimulate you once again manually uh, to uh, <laughs> no stimulate you to uh, to donate if sure. you have the means to do that. And as Steve has pointed out many times, the only way to get the calendar this year it's our totally office calendar poster. Yeah, and you get it for free when you come down here. It's the only place we're not mailing them out, we're not taking them to other events because we're not having any other events. But you can come by here and get them while they last. So please do. Now scheduling. Snafu here. We were supposed to do uh, lesson question trash music news in the last segment. We're going to do it now, and then we are going to as well wrap up in this break. Okay. Yeah. So, so we're, the foo has been snagged. The foo has been snagged, and we're ready to go. All right. So uh, let's do the lesson question. And today's prize, we are going to give away a $50 Dunkin' gift card. Question that I have for you this morning is, because of their disdain for the crown on Netflix, the queen has decided she definitely will not appear on which other Netflix show? All right? It's a game show, I'll tell you that. All right? Because of her disdain for the crown on Netflix, the queen has decided she definitely will not appear on which other Netflix show. 215-263-WMMR. Call right now, and we're going to do the trash while you're calling. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR. 
with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by your local Confidence Plus Service Center. Car in need of service? Find your location at myconfidenceplus.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Phil, Phil Collins vehemently denying his ex's accusation, saying he, quote, leaked like hell after he became a virtual hermit. Oriane Sebi says while living with Collins, there was always something in the air every night. The smell of rotting ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> the famous mansion featured on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, now on Airbnb, for a whopping $6,000 per night. The 10,000-square-foot Villa de la Bina features seven bedrooms, eight baths, and a hot tub filled with frothy semen. Hey! Oh, and finally, author and legal analyst Jeffrey Tubin, who was caught pleasuring himself on a Zoom conference call, was fired from the New Yorker, but now comes word he's facing a similar fate at CNN. Tubin is reportedly devastated, telling friends he can't believe he let it all slip through his hands. <laughs> I would like to mention real quick before we get our answer that uh, this hour of the uh, Camp Out for Hunger is sponsored by Acme Markets, and you can still donate to the Camp Out at the checkout register at your local Acme Market now through November 29th. Acme Fresh Foods, local flavors. To the phones we go to see if we can get an answer to this question. Because of their disdain for the crown on Netflix, the queen has decided she definitely will not appear on what other Netflix show. 215-263-WMMR is the number. Let's go to Kenny for the answer. Hey, Kenny, good morning. Hey, how's it going? Good, Kenny. What Netflix show will the Queen not appear on? The floor is lava. That is correct. The floor is lava. Hang on, Kenny. This is what we got for you. A $50 Dunkin' gift card. You can get cheers in. Oh, I thought I put you on hold. You can get cheers in at uh, Dunkin' with festive drinks like the signature peppermint mocha latte. And the signature gingerbread latte. You can download the Dunkin' app and order ahead for contactless experience this holiday season. Uh, Preston and Steve, of course, run on Dunkin'. All right, uh, and now we will do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's music news on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! All right, brought to you by uh, the American. Sorry. It says BTY on here again. <laughs> Which BTY does is It's a it, new South Korean boy band. If it these people. Okay. Yeah. Brought to you by the American Red Cross. Uh, be the lifeline uh, patient. <laughs> Shut up. What are you saying? Be the lifeline patients need this winter. Yes, That's what of I'm course. Uh, the Red Cross urges eligible blood and platelet donors of all types to give now and help save lives. You can visit redcrossblood.org or call 1-800-RED-CROSS to make an appointment. Uh, this is pretty wild. I had no idea. Perry Farrell recently underwent spinal surgery that required doctors to temporarily remove his voice box. Wow. Yeah. Why? He said in an interview it was successful. I have uh, crushed discs in my neck, mostly from partying and leaning my head Back or leaning back my head to rip out notes and surfing and dancing around. They had to remove my voice box and put it on a table, he said. That was daunting. I've never so they, heard of they that. took his entire voice box out, set it on the table next to the doctor's lunch. Yeah, I don't know. I, I know people who have had neck surgery before and that they have gone in through the front. Oh, that that's the way they get to the spine. Don't so they usually take the spine completely out and they, work on it. That's if you, oh, the predator does that. Yeah, predator does that. Uh, yeah, exactly. 
Uh, the Jane's Addiction frontman said they literally exposed my skeleton, took the disc out, and put artificial discs in. Uh, now my quarter inch taller and twice as attractive to my wife, he said. Evanescence will play a live stream concert originating from Nashville's Rock Falcon Studio on Saturday, December 5th. Tickets are on sale now at Evanescence Live. <laughs> Dot com And the band recorded most of their upcoming album, The Bitter Truth, at that studio. But they all won't exactly be there when the live stream happens. In fact, Evanescence members will be spread out in Nashville, Sacramento, and Germany for the virtual show. This will make the first time uh, to that they get to play songs from The Bitter Truth live. And then one last thing. We have some audio to go along with this, Casey. Uh, Wolfgang Van Halen delivered a knockout punch with his debut solo track and video called Distance. The song, which serves as a heart-tugging tribute to his father, is accompanied by a video uh, showing home movies of him and his dad from the day that he came home from the hospital to their eight year to their years together on stage with Van Halen. Uh, Distance is billed Mammoth WVH, which tips its hat to Van Halen's pre-fame moniker, which was Mammoth, I guess what they call him, because he's a big kid. Yeah, he is. Uh, the clip ends with a saved voicemail from his father to son that simply won't leave a dry eye in the house. So we have, I only heard some of the song, it's, and yeah. it's actually, I thought it was very well done. It is good, so it's just a clip of that. It's a decent length, and then we have the actual uh, message that finishes the song. Do you have this case? Uh, yeah, well, Jason's got it. Jason. Okay, Jason, play some of the uh, the music, if you would, please, and I'll tell you when we... Uh, Want to hear the end of it? I'm so happy. You found a place that's better for you than this rock we're living on. I'm so It's not bad, right? I think it's good. It's got a nice feel to it. Yeah. Uh, and so at the end, there is a voicemail that Eddie left for him. So let's hear that, if you would, please, Jason. I'm just so happy to have you as my son. And so proud of you. I love you so much. Call me if you get a chance. I want to hear your voice. Okay? I love you. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Wolfgang explained also that uh, there were discussions about what they called a kitchen sink Van Halen tour featuring David Lee Roth, Sammy Hagar, Michael Anthony, possibly even Gary Sharon. So all the singers. Uh, the plans, which were never discussed with David Lee Roth, were uh, scrapped after Eddie was diagnosed with a brain tumor. Wolfgang said if only things had been better. It would have been amazing. He went on to say that uh, the band, Van Halen, of course, is done. You can't have Van Halen without Eddie Van Halen. Well, briefly between um, Roth and Hagar, they did have Weird Al for a while, right? Just for a moment. <laughs> uh, regarding the legendary amount of unheard music recorded by his father over the years, Wolfgang said it would be shameless to start mining the vaults at this point, explaining there's an S-ton of tapes that would take a very long time to go through. That's not the priority right now. I can't put a timeline on it. 
there will be a time we, that we go through it, not for the foreseeable future. Uh, some of the tapes are ideas that probably aren't out there for good reason, and I'm sure there's amazing stuff in there as well. But eventually, you know, they'll, they'll take some time. To right, right. Let let, let things that. settle a bit. Yeah, exactly. All right, and that is what I have in music news for you. Hey, uh, can I just take a moment to, uh, I wanted to, uh, on behalf of the show, just send out some condolences. Um, we have security on, on site here, right? And that's NES Security. And so the head of NES Security, Carl Monzo, passed away yesterday. And I became friendly with Carl and his wife, Patty Ann, over the years. Carl's also the head of security for Fish, the band, as well as uh, the Grateful Dead. And um, it was a shock and a surprise to, to hear this news yesterday. He wasn't sick. I'm not really sure exactly what happened, but, like, you know, the whole Monzo family, the whole Fish and Grateful Dead family are completely shattered oh. by this news yesterday. And um, Carl and Patty M were huge fans of the President of Steve show. Uh, and, and I became friendly with Patty M because she rode with me on the tour to shore. She rode on Team WMMR, and I really got to know her uh, through that. So I just wanted to send out on behalf of uh, President Steve and, and WMMR as a whole our condolences to the entire Monzo yeah. family. Yep, that's sad news. Thanks for doing that, Casey. It's a good thing because uh, they are great people. Carl was a, was a great guy, and uh, the whole NES crew, uh, uh, well, I, I heard that same news uh, yesterday, Casey, from uh, the Langenstein family. John Langenstein is uh, number two at NES, and his wife, Joy, called me with the same news, and uh, I believe it was just a heart attack. Uh, unexpected. Oh. He had been putting up Christmas lights and then oh just God. collapsed. Um, oh. So uh, just a lovely, lovely, lovely man and uh, um, worked with all the giants. Uh, I mean, uh, would fly around the country to do huge shows for the Rolling Stones. Any big band uh, wanted NES uh, as a part of it. So uh, thank you for mentioning that. Wow. Um, all right. I'd, I'd like to thank uh, our guests. I'll just roll through them very quick because it was a busy day today. Thank you to Tracy Davidson and Vice Akahema, uh, Zach Snyder. Um, we also had Akbar Gabajabi Amila. We were going to have Tom Pop on, but Tom pulled a no-show. Uh, but it's all good because we actually went on his little radio program the other day, and he yes. helped promote the event. So. Uh, if, if we have a hole in the schedule from here on out, maybe we can uh, find a spot for Tom. But Tom's the best. Uh, thank you to all the donations from uh, Bimbo and Hannon Stone and uh, all the contributions online and in person and all the things that have taken place through the course of the day. We're about ready to hand the baton over to one Mr. Robert in a moment. And where's your frame of mind today, sir? It's if, uh, it's not in the shop. Okay, in it's the in shop. the shop right now. It's getting yeah. more done. Yeah. Getting you an get, oil change. Yeah, yeah, you're getting a. Um, he's getting it retooled, rebuilding. Yep. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. <laughs> nice. So, um, should we do the letter of the day? I'm thinking. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now the daily letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter H, as in happy. And somebody will be happy to win a $500 Monster Pets gift card. Monster Pets, companion animals, and supplies. You can visit them on Columbus Boulevard in South Philadelphia. So, uh, before, well, I guess what's uh, what's planned for today? Well, today, um, yesterday we had. Um, the members of Bush on, and today we'll have Led Zeppelin reuniting on the program. Well, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. That's really cool. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, it's going to be good, and cool. uh, uh, they're, they're going to talk open. about bread. Yeah, and uh, they're going to bread do Zeppelin stairway to heaven uh, too as well. So it should be good. Yeah, but bread Zeppelin. Uh, I enjoyed the I enjoyed Gavin and uh, and I forgot the other gentleman's name. Uh, Chris Trainer. Uh, they were great. Player. Yeah. Yeah. 
they had really nice things to say. I, I, I like to isolate the, um, um, I don't know how to get the tape and how to uh, get to someone to edit it, but I, he said really good things about bringing food, which I would like to isolate and play in the next day or so because cool. uh, he really was uh, very supportive of uh, people doing this. So, yep. You know, stuff. if we could call upon you, obviously, to work your magic, PR, because uh, obviously, you know, we know that we hope donations are coming in uh, online and so on and so forth. It seems to be happening that way. But we have a lot of boxes here that are still empty. We have a lot of uh, people who are donating their time. As you, and you, can, you know it's completely effortless. You just pull up with your donation, and they'll take it out. It's sunny. It's nice. It's comfortable. There's a good sense of, of you know, that visceral thing of actually you have food that physically goes into the boxes. You know it will go right out. If we could get that traffic moving, that'd be, that'd be nice because it's been a little light. It, well, that uh, doesn't mean it's not going to pick no, up, though. No, no. It, it does not. Oh, in fact, uh, Steve, just as you were saying that, Led Zeppelin just pulled up. Oh, right my there. God. Oh, there they are. They're dropping yeah. off some food. There's Robert. There's Jimmy. Hey. There's John Paul. And the, he now goes by Robert Plant-Based. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. That's very good. Uh, so um, many reasons to come down and and donate. And um, and my phone is about to die. So oh, no. <laughs> Akbar, the, uh, whatever that guy's name was. Yeah. How do you say his last name? Akbar Gabajabiamila. Wow. Yeah, it you... took me all morning to get to that. Place, is... So don't worry about it. Wow. It's so, an inspiring story. It, uh, it, very inspiring. And I love that he loves uh, Lock Alone. He has it shipped out to yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's wild. Um, on the program today, we'll have workforce blocks of Nirvana and Slash, Dave Matthews Band. And we will be encouraging you to come on down and help us out here at the Camp Out for Hunger. Excellent. Uh, let me thank our sponsors. President Steve Show has been brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the President Steve Show. Also, Wilmington University and hers, Philly's first, Philly's favorite chip uh, since 1946, by the way. Uh, tomorrow on our program, looking forward to this. Casey and company managed to pull this off. The City Six Papa Shot Championship is going to take place. We don't have a Papa Shot here. You'll have to tune in. We'll tell you how that's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. But it is going to happen. All the schools represented should be pretty damn cool. It's a Wednesday, so we'll go live on Fox Good Day. Tiffany Haddish will be on the show. That's cool. First time with her. Rob McElhenney will be on the program. Uh, it is the Bam Bam and Sarah Parker Rock Drop Quiz taking place as well. And then, did you want to promote Camp Out After Dark? Is yes, I did. Yeah, this afternoon, we're going to be chatting with Kate Flannery, Jenna Fisher, and Angela Kinsey from The Office, The Office Ladies Podcast. That'll be at 2 p.m. on Instagram Live. And then this evening, Casey, we got Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith is going to be fielding questions from Preston and Steve, as well as the uh, the viewing audience. So that's going to be like 7 o'clock tonight. So make sure you're, uh, you set your alerts on your Instagram uh, for when Preston and Steve go live. Uh, from the Preston Steve account. So two events uh, after the show today, which will be taking place. All right, that is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. And uh, hey, maybe we'll see you in a little bit. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Live. If you look up in the sky right now, you'll see some Just like through most of the winter, you'll see my muscular, toned, super sexy legs hanging out of my shorts. I'll wear shorts if I want to. Have fun with the pants. Just kidding. Seriously. Next message. You know that magical feeling when you buy somebody's coffee behind you and you feel so good? Guess what? You don't have to wait. Do it every day if you can. Buy someone a coffee. Every day can be like Christmas, people. Every day. Next message. Yo, I feel you, man.
the Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR Rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. 